The D and Davis Show. D and Davis Show. We are back with the football week as the beloved take on the pack at Soldier Field with two statues out there. One of George Hallis, Papa Bear, and also Sweetness, Walter Payton. Shout out to our boy, Jared. Yes, right. Two wonderful bronze statues. I believe with their eight feet, eight feet tall. No, uh, Walter's 12. I know that. Okay. okay. I think they're both the same size. He looks the same then size. Probably though. 12, because okay. I know Jared Payne oh. confirmed it was 12. And they're right next to each other, right? Yeah. 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 I don't like uh, that. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like that. That's not a bad one, as far as not liking it. Yeah. Sometimes it kind of takes away from it. Well, there's only one like real entrance, though, into Soldier Field. So what? Spread them out. Spread them out. Spread them out. I do, too. Because you think they're going to ask some more down the line. Yeah. So it would make sense. Yeah, they're keeping room. Like, for instance, like the socks where they have, if you go into the the, the outfield, the bleachers, and they have that area where it's like a few bronze statues, I believe, it kind of takes away from it because it's just like, oh, so they just all right here together. It's like, throw throw the ass. Maybe that's going to be the old wing, and then they'll have the future superstar wing. Papa Bear is pointing a finger. I believe it's at Walter. Like, look, that black brother run. Run, boy! Run, boy! Almost as good as Gail. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, we, we definitely look forward to that. How uh, excited are you guys for that WGN special, by the way? Are you going to watch that? What is it? The Walter Payton? Yeah, special. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. eat it up. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I know majority of everything about Walter Payton, uh, but definitely. I mean, I'm always here for more. I love the fact that when NFL, uh, when uh, what was it? Was it? Uh, was it ESPN? Yeah, ESPN put out their all-time team or whatever, and Walter was still up there as far as running back. Like, stuff like that, as we always talk about how when times change and we live in a microwave society, how it's easy to how it's easy to, to tear down what you didn't see with your eyes, and none of us saw primetime Walter. Like, I saw late Walter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't see Walter. In this, I didn't even see Walter in the early, the early, like, 81. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't see that Walter Payton full time. But you can tell from even looking at what I got as a little kid, how great of a, a phenomenal player, athlete, and a, uh, definitely an ambassador to football. So that's def- definitely good. But we got the pack with Matt LaFleur, coach, and Aaron Rodgers coming here. First year coach so, to our second year coach and Matt Nagy. So that's definitely going to be something we jump in and help us discuss that. We're going to have Sean, Sean Sierra from the uh, Sean and Maya show. He's going to join us. I am Kenneth Davis. Uh, you heard Ryan, and the next voice you hear is... D, Demon Spiro, what's going on, everybody? Hey, make sure you follow us on, fo- on what Instagram and Twitter. There you go. Instagram and Twitter, at D and Davis Show. Once again, it's at D and Davis Show. Facebook.com forward slash D and Davis Show. We want iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, Stitcher, the TuneIn app. We're on Anchor. We'll kick you over to Spotify and YouTube, all right? So, hey, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Demons1, D-E-M-O-N-Z-E-1. Ken is on Twitter at That's Davis. And Ryan is on Twitter at, he's executive producer of the D&D show and D&D and Flip. And Ryan's on Twitter at Ryan B. Ski. So, how was Sean's wedding? It was cool, man. It was probably one of the most, uh, fun, probably one of the most fun weddings I ever been to. That's dope. It looked like it. Yeah, man. We had a really good time. Uh, we got down there. Sean Terry, uh, co-founder of WeAreRegalRadio.com. I've known Sean now for, since I was 13 years old. So it's, it's been a minute now for us. Um, but no, man, he had his wedding down in Dayton, uh, Dayton Ohio. Um, drove down there, got down there Saturday afternoon. <clears throat> Everybody got together, man. And instantly, we just basically start partying. Um, went, went downtown, Dayton, got That's something to eat. That's not a different coat? Huh? 
Y'all start sniffing blow? Oh, no, none of that. Well, that's what they call partying, right? That's what you call partying. That's not what I call partying. That's you, you the only one who's talking about coke. No, no, no. <laughs> Usually, culturally. Who, what? Culturally, black folks? With black folks? No, that's what I was asking. Because culturally, There's a lot of black folks if down there. white folks say they partying, it seems to imply. But this is a lot of black people. There was some cocaine. It was a lot of black You guys I like to party? Hey, see? Just like that. <laughs> It was. Is, did someone say it in that man? These these are black folks. Okay, okay. The, the, the darker of the hue. Y'all could be. They could be from the suburbs. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, uh, but no, we got together, man, downtown Dayton, which is pretty cool. Everything, and this is probably most of America. It shut down like at like nine o'clock, even on the weekend. Ugh. Yeah. So. <laughs> Our, our big city nose is turned up. He said, Ugh. "Dude, if I can't go out at three a.m. to pick something, that should always be an option." Listen, period. Facts. We, we, we right. We was right across the street from the Dayton Dragons. They're a single A ball club for uh, the Cincinnati Reds. Really nice stadium. Smaller, but really nice stadium. They uh, also turn out the lights at nine p.m. too. <laughs> they do during the game. <laughs> oh, turn them off. But I, I think we probably left downtown maybe like nine thirty, ten o'clock. We left the game early. Uh, when he got the missus, they was hanging out, having a few bottles of wine. They was having a good time. Uh, the guys basically went over there. It was kind of like the the, the the wedding party was kind of going back and forth. So there was a restaurant in the um, in the uh, in the stadium. And then, uh, but yeah, I was rolling back with my uh, guy Anton, his wife. Mm-hmm. And I say about nine thirty, ten o'clock, we walking around because they parked a little bit ways away instead of right around where we were at. And things were just about closed down. Yeah, it was just about closed. Like a few bars here. It's like, oh, it's kind of cool. Uh, but it was kind of closing up. We wouldn't buy the Oregon District. Uh, where the shooting had happened a few like a month ago, whatever like that, we wasn't by there, so I couldn't tell you how that area was. We wasn't asking. I'm just saying though. I'm talking about Dean Davis. Nice times yeah. right now. <laughs> no, no, I'm just not even asked you to throw that in. I'm no, like, no, no. I'm just. Like, I'm just like, yeah, I wasn't where the masker was at. Like <laughs> we wasn't asking. Well, another thing that I did see that was kind of disturbing. Uh, they had a tornado that hit earlier this this year. So as we were coming in on the expressway, I looked over, I saw this building. I'm like, man, like this kind of fell on some hard times right here. I'm like, what? What's wrong with this building? And then next week I saw the houses. I'm like, wait a minute. And then my guy, inside uh, Kirby, his wife's like, even the trees look bad. Like, what's happening? And I'm like, oh man, this is must where the tornado hit. So you can kind of see, and they're still rebuilding slowly but surely. They're kind of building that up. Uh, so that was kind of interesting to see. Like, wow, I've never seen that. Seeing anything like that before, but uh, but into the wedding Saturday, man, where they had it at, it was absolutely gorgeous, beautiful venue. It was supposed to be outside, but it rained a little bit earlier, and uh, but then we uh, they had a cartoonist out there. We had uh, illustrations, and I mean, it was maybe like a hundred, maybe like a hundred people, so a kind of a smaller wedding. And man, they had the ceremony. Really cool too. If you're out there, maybe you're you're um, you're getting married soon. Instead of doing, they had their vows, or whatever like that. But instead of just like, okay, I'm gonna kiss a bride and walk down uh, down the aisle, they had some like they had like a time capsule, and they was gonna wait to open that up until they hit their 25 uh, year anniversary. And it was just putting things in over the years of how long they've been together, even to like when first started dating to like right now. And uh, that was really, really cool. I had never seen anything like that before. That was really cool to see in person. And after that, man, we just turned up, man, and had a great time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, but, yeah, shout out to Sean and India. Congratulations. Yeah, they were supposed to go down to Savannah for the their hurricane. honeymoon. But the hurricane and, like, uh, 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 majority of Georgia 
was being evacuated. So they haven't been able to get there, but they're going somewhere else. I don't think majority of Georgia's been evacuated. No, and I'm talking about the the south the coastline. The coastline of it. The coastline, yeah, it's like y'all gotta go. That's like Florida all the way up through South Carolina. Yeah, like y'all have to go. So um but yeah, I would think that's probably a good percentage. How many of cigars do you smoke? Just two. No, three. Mm. Just three. Just three. Just three. I wasn't that's you know a good what? number. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't drunk. I will say this though, I broke something because I didn't have any fish. I had some chicken. I did have some chicken. Uh, my body kind of felt it the next day, but I was okay. And I was sweating very bad at the reception. I looked like a runaway slave. I bet you did have some coke. I was dancing. Sweating that your vegan brothers would be upset with you? <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, man, we had a great time. So shout out to Shauna and India. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful wedding. Beautiful wedding. So, um, yeah. Ezekiel Elliott agent Rocky Arsenal said Tuesday that the deal is coming down and Zeke's about to be in camp, it looks like. Good. Yeah, it's pretty dope. That's I mean, good. I mean, to me, it would seem like it was gonna be a fade to complete when it comes to Ezekiel Elliott. I don't know about Melvin Gordon, but I feel like Melvin mm-hmm. Gordon's gonna have to make a decision, especially if there's not a trade out there. And it seems like when you look at the fact that Houston made that deal, what team's gonna have to Which deal? Well, I'm, in the, I'm talking about Laramie Tunsil. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And the, tra- the draft picks that they had to trade for Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Steels, that now they may not have the quote-unquote capital to be able to pull it off, even though Melvin Gordon and how good he is, he may not even be a first-round pick. He may be a second, since he had, he's looking to get signed with that contract. Because that J.D. on Clowney to uh, Seattle deal was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I, but see, the thing is, I also read into it, and it – it's one of those things, even when you look at the Bears, and Clowney isn't Mac, but you're asking a team, and I know since Clowney had so many and uh, had so many teams in on it that the leverage was higher on the Raiders side. But when you factor in that the team that makes that trade has to give up a significant amount of cap space, the Bears made him the highest paid uh, defensive player ever. Right. All right? right. So you would think that that would also play into the point of how much money, like in seemingly in baseball, and I know this could be apples to oranges, but like in baseball, when a team knows that a player that they're trying to trade you has a large contract, regardless if he's playing close to that contract, probably due to age is a little bit le- of a lesser player, they usually send money because they know you're taking on something right so when you look at the fact that Clowney they didn't even get a one with Clowney I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they, they just got a third that's what yeah. I thought, a third and some players and they have to pay seven of the eight, eight million. million yeah right. and right. you would just think that one it was a better deal out there even though Clowney had the Clowney had leverage too in the fact that he didn't have to sign the franchise his franchise mm-hmm. tag but still when you look at those two trades it makes you wonder I mean I want Khalil Mack to be here and we all know the Packers were looking to get him so think about that if the Bears didn't do if the Bears by not trading for him he would have been in the league oh, in Green Bay yes he would have on the other side of Aaron <clears throat> yes he would we'd be throwing up this week yeah, he's, oh not again <laughs> right so I hope Mitchell make it this game I'm definitely looking forward to it, especially again this Thursday tomorrow uh, it's going to be the beginning of a season that could be a magical season for the Bears let's hope so man it's something that I think Bears friends friends I mean fans young and old need because I don't I don't think I don't think the Bears have had this much talent on their team since the 80s 
Yeah, I think this is the most talented team this millennium. Since yeah, since the eighties. I was going to say on those, the offensive side of the ball, right? That's right. the difference. That's what puts it over the We could talk yeah. defense to defense. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not going to hate on 06's defense. Yeah, yeah. But on the offensive side of the ball, we did not have this type of talent to go with that defense. Yeah, Heck yeah. yeah. So that's what makes this. I mean, again, we look at we just opened up the show talking about in the eighties. What was the major weapon when they went to the Super Bowl? On Walter Payton. So you had the greatest running back of all time at that point, Jim McMahon. And looked his potential was on the up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Hurt. Yeah, mm-hmm. that you thought he got hurt, but you didn't think he would stay hurt. Yeah, did exactly. he make the Pro Bowl that year? Probably, he probably did. Prob- I yeah. don't know. He made it, it one year. I don't know if it was '85. It would probably it have to be because he was the last was, Pro Bowl quarterback since Mitch went would, last year. It would probably be '85. But uh, yeah, so it's definitely something to start filling up and feeling good about coming here to Chicago. Something that we really need as far as uh, good Bears. We've always had. I to good bears, right? You know, like you you could love them, like, but that was the problem with the 016 Pro Bowl 1985. The, the problem with the 016 was Bears fans are so rabid, like most fans are, they'll lie to themselves because that's what most fans do. So, like, when I met a young person, I'd be like, Yeah, Russell was my favorite quarterback. I was like, well, I know when you were born, basically, I know when you started <laughs> watching it because that's the only quarterback you've seen that, that yeah. performed decent. But I mean, dude, I've seen a lot. I don't sit there and look, I saw Jimmy McMahon. You don't hear me be like, But let me tell you about Jimmy. McMahon. I mean, but listen, listen, look at all the terrible Bears teams there have been yeah. over the past 20 years, probably longer than that. I'm surprised. I mean, listen, the Bears are the charter franchise for the NFL, yes. We only have one football team here in Chicago, yes. And then when it comes to the Bulls, that's a whole thing in the 90s, and the baseball is split. So, yeah, you're still going to be a Bears fan, but my God, even with us, my generation, it was a lot of bad football. A lot of bad football. But you, like you said, can you have like these little blips here and there of a team? Like, oh, man. Like, oh, man, they make the playoffs. Got some breaking news oh, for you guys. What you got? How about Rams extend Jared Goff four years? Mm. We knew it was coming. Largest guarantee in NFL history. How much is it? Trending toward, I'm sorry, twen- trending toward the largest. It's got to be 90, right? This is what Ian Rams. It's Rapport 80 to 90, then. Let's, let's see. Let's see. I don't think they have an exact number. No number yet. just yet. But the lot because what the, the what the largest now is seventy. And who got that? What does Aaron Rodgers have? Yeah, I forgot how much guaranteed because he had like. Or does he have a hundred guaranteed? And he I was going to say a hundred sixty. I was going to say a hundred. I was going to say maybe 100. he may. So he has to be. What does what's Russell's? I know his yearly is the highest, but I don't know if his yeah, he's not the highest. Guarantee is the highest. Yeah, I don't know if he's like but the I highest. But I thought Rodgers got. 100 mil guaranteed. Let's see. Aaron Rodgers, he signed his bonus, will earn 80 million by March. Rodgers had signed a four year deal for $134 million. That was his extension. And this was, okay, my internet's going a little bit slow. This was back in 2018. Rodgers also received a record 57.5. Matt Ryan. Uh, oh, okay, so it's Matt Ryan. Got right the now, what I'm looking at. What did he at? But this is from, see, this is from, oh, this is from 2017. So okay, so 2018. like so I was. Matt Ryan had 100 million guaranteed. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing Matt Ryan, 94.5 guaranteed at signing. And they have like a practical guaranteed at a hundred mil. Yeah. And then Cousins at number two at eighty four guaranteed. That's what I was going off of. Aaron Rodgers at seventy nine point two guaranteed, but his practical guarantee can go I think as high as ninety eight point seven. Okay. 
So, and Kirk Cousins, his practical top is 84 because yeah. that's mm. okay. the entire contract's guaranteed. All right, so we're saying that it's going to be more. So than it's got to so be like 94.5. Yeah. It's got to be Woo-wee. probably right around 100. Get that money. It's got to be 100, right? Get that, that money. Feels, that feels bad, y'all. Get 97? Guess what? That's how much you're going to be paying Mitch a tad bit more than that. I mean, if he's worth it, if okay. He's, Jared Goff isn't worth it. Well, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. But Jared, Jared Goff has been to the Super Bowl. What can Mitchell Trubisky do? That's the question that I, I think a lot of people have been asking. I don't want to pay either one of them that type. Of oh, I mean that's a, that's a whole other discussion. But if Mitchell Trubisky can get the Bears, the Chicago Bears, to the Super Bowl, Lord, I mean, Lord willing, they winning, they get it to the Super Bowl, then I'm with you. But if he just plays another two years and they're like a wild card team, maybe they win a division, but they're not going that far. He's not going to get that much money. He's not going to get what Jared Goff has done. Here's the other Jared thing. Jared Goff might not even make it to the Super Bowl ever again. But Here. the thing is this, though. It's not based off of if he dog if he gets to a wild card game, he's getting that type of money. It's even not, if he doesn't win it, yeah, because it's it's going to be based off he. It goes off of he's your quarterback, and do you plan on keeping him? That's really all this is. You invested in him. This this is the management that invested in. Him. But you know they're so going to be negotiating you, that. Yeah, though. but they're not. He's not going to take even even for the the uh, players union. He's not going to take a, a, a market dip. Like that, he's like dog. When we look at the quarterbacks, that when we go through the quarterbacks, that just get look. Kirk Cousins doesn't deserve to have that type of money. But they, what but did the Kirk way, Curtins do? What but, did Kirk Cousins but, ever but, do? But the way that Minnesota looked at him is yeah. that he was a final piece for a potential Super Bowl for a Super Bowl team. Not ar- not arguing that point, the, but the problem with that is this. Usually, and we've seen this with all the quarterbacks, you get more than the last one that signed. So regardless, if he's looked at as being a top 15 quarterback, there's guys that make money that shouldn't make, even deserve to make that money. But because the market dictated it, that's why they signed for that type of cap. The only person that I can see making more is going to be Patrick Mahomes. But he's going to get 200. He, but it's I mean, not even a question. But it's not, but no, no, it's not just that. We talked about Mitch. Everybody, you know. listen, everyone that's going to sign that's a top, you can put them at 15. All the guys that are going to sign are going to get paid more than this deal. So That's how it goes. So when Mitch well, signs well, What did Aaron Donald get? Mm-hmm. But remember, but remember what Aaron Donald got fifty mil guaranteed. Okay, and remember because he signed it a week or two days later, Mac got more money than him. Yeah, Mac that's, was the next highest yeah, paid. That's the next how, I'm just saying that's how it goes. Yeah, I know, I know. So after Trubisky, then you're gonna talk about but Baker one Mayfield. Thing and I want to bring up with that that you pointed out, Kent. So Carson Wentz, number two in that draft, he signed his deal. 107.9 is the max that that can go to. Guaranteed 66.4. Do you think maybe the the uh, Jared Goff deal has less on the total cap and more of just it guaranteed? So maybe it's possible. possibility that the Carson Wentz and Jared Goff deal are similar. Maybe Goff is a little bit cheaper, but he's more guaranteed. Of course, more guaranteed money. That would make more sense if you well, want to make if, sure you If they're going to say the he's going to have the most guaranteed, that's the real issue. Because I would love to tell you, let me give you 120, but only 40 is guaranteed. Because then, basically, after two sure. years, three years, I can right. cut you your ass. You. Right. The hurt, the part you you you're miss, you want to get away from, is the guaranteed money that you can't get out of if that player doesn't live up to his his fulfilling his end of that contract. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's so to me, that's what be with my fear with that. And again, with Carson Wentz, he has, still has an injury history too. And I'm sure in that negotiations, because one thing I, I, I always want to bring to us, this goes back to like the Jay-Z and NFL thing, uh, Carmelo, we're talking about the Bulls. Negotiations start before we start hearing about them. Like, oh, yeah, no doubt. So no doubt. even so, 
in Carson Wentz t- going and negotiating, I'm sure part of it was like, hey, y'all gonna get this dude up out of here? Well, something like that. You're, you're talking about ways to, to compensate one another. You know, so you have True. one. They had a quarterback that could have taken his job on that team. Yeah. That some players preferred on that team, even though they saw him as their future. That's still more leverage to the team when they're going through bidding out the parameters of that negotiation. So we're looking at Mitch Trubisky. We're looking at a Baker Mayfield. We're looking at a Patrick Mahomes. What other quarterbacks are we looking Deshaun at right Jackson. now? I mean, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. That's another big time free, uh, not free agent, but big time young quarterback. Is Kobe Brissett doing his own deals. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm sure, and I'm sure there's going to be some other guys too. I mean, it's coming out up. Of I'm the, like, man, uh, let's go. Baker Mayfield draft. If any of those guys pick up Sam Darnold Josh Allen yeah, Sam, yeah, they're gonna be right there on the cusp yeah, too yeah I don't know I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to see so where is this gonna go how where where is this guaranteed money gonna go because I think that's maybe one thing is guarantee a lot to your quarterback maybe that's where it goes. I see because you know they're gonna be the healthiest since the rules try to that's keep them healthy point. yeah but the thing is man but you need more than that though yeah, but you know oh what? yeah you need a DN you need a left tackle but maybe it, maybe it goes even at the collective bargaining I've heard this talked about maybe you get like a certain allowed in money to just pay your quarterback that's what we talked about on here. Yeah, yeah yeah that might that be a good be idea it. your court listen only half of your quarterbacks cap hit should hit on the cap Cause it's just too. But I wonder crazy. what the rest of the guys are feeling. Well, how how would a, how would a like stud, it because it how would a Khalil take, Mack feel about that? It wouldn't take his money. money it way? would provide more money for them though. So, so yeah, they right. quarterbacks had their own. It would be beyond the cap. payroll. You in can a way. keep more of your own players, so more players would get high pay or and get the opportunity to stay with their want to stay. But you know what? To continue this conversation and help us break down a little bit about the Bears and uh, football in general, we're gonna have Sean Sierra, co-host of the Sean and My Show, join us on the other side. Dean Davis. Hey, this is Rich Campbell from the Chicago Tribune, and you're listening to the D and Davis Show. D and Davis on the line right now. We have co-hosts of the Sean and Maya in the morning. You can check them out on Logic and also get the Sean and Maya app. We have Sean Sierra, super back on the line with us right now. Sean, what's going on, man? What's going on, fellas? Thanks for having me on. Thanks. I always appreciate it. And I know you've been like, okay, Ken, I'm coming back. I've had a lot. I don't want to leave you out there dry because you reached out to me. I will be back. If not in a week, the week after that, I will be back if you have me on Shine and My Show. I always appreciate it. You know, you're always welcome, big dog. You know that. No doubt, no doubt. So listen, man, you know I got to go to you being a fabulous running back in your day. Uh, I want to go to some offensive line discussion because that's one of the most important things when you're talking about a running back. And Cody yep. Whitehair got his extension. He's going to be uh, the highest paid guard or the biggest, second largest guarantee for a guard in NFL history. Uh, where do you rate Cody Whitehair, Sean, when you're looking at him? And look, even with being a guard in the center, I'm sure a guard is the position that uh, is preferred. But when he came here, he did so well and made the Pro Bowl the center. How do you rate that also? I was surprised he got that, that big of a contract because he hasn't played guard consistently for the Bears. Um, I know he played guard in college, played tackle in college. He actually played the end, the end of the entire line uh, in college. But uh, he is a he was a really good guard when they moved him to center. So when they moved him back to guard uh, after playing James Daniel over at the guard and switching those two, uh, giving Whitehead the extension for the amount that they gave him was for me it was a little shocking. Not not that I didn't think he was good, but he hadn't proven himself at guard yet. Um, I know he's a little more comfortable at guard, but Hell, he made the pro. He was a one hell of a center. I was very surprised, at, uh, except for a couple of Aaron snaps. But other than that, as far as blocking and and uh, keeping Mitch upright, that was uh, he was great at that, and that was I was uh, happy there. But I knew we all knew the change was coming. 
that he was going to get back to left guard and James Daniel was going to be the center. So when when that happened, I figured, okay, okay cool. It looks get these guys back in their more comfortable positions. But when they gave them that extension, I was shocked. Um, I, I, I was still shocked that they gave him that much money uh, for a guy who's not proven at that position. Dean Davis on the line right now, Sean Sierra. Make sure you follow him at the Sean Sierra. Sean, talking about James Daniels, and, and of course, being a young player, it, it, it's going to be hard for you to just adapt at one of those important positions. But what are some of the highlights you saw of him at the center position and some of the upgrades that he needs to make going into his second year? Uh, James Daniel? Yeah. Man, one game, one game only. Mr. Aaron Donald. I like to, yeah. I like to introduce you to James Daniel. Um, James Daniels, he he locked him down. He locked him down like he stole some stuff, dude. I'm telling <laughs> you. It was unbelievable what James Daniels, a rookie, did to Aaron Donald, the NFL's defensive MVP, you know, uh, former defensive MVP, what he did to him in that win that game. And in talking with Aaron Donald, you know, I mean, uh, with James Daniel, he just said, hey, he stuck to his fundamentals. Um, he didn't try to get too cute. He didn't try to get too too crazy with a guy like that. Um, and, man, I, I was unbelievably – I was impressed to the highest degree with the performance that he had against uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Donald. So I knew he could play. So And we all know that his natural position is – center and so now he's back in his natural position so I'm really excited to see what this running game is going to do with him at his natural uh, natural position and Cody Whitehair in a more natural position uh, at left guard and I'm excited about what that what what that's going to look like this year not just the running game but also keeping Mitch upright my last one on the offensive line for anybody that doesn't know, Sean's also a coach. Sean, when you got a player, offensive lineman, is going up against a supreme rusher or a tackle, what are some of the things you're telling them fundamentally that they need to key on to make sure they don't let this guy just totally dog them? Well, there's, there's a lot of things that we would do to help. That guy depends on the position. So if it's a tackle and he's got a, an edge rusher, we might keep a tight end in. We might chip him. Um we might go on one or two. We might go on two. Um, what we would probably do is go on one a lot, the first two series, and then all of a sudden switch and go to two. So now that that defensive end, you know, the stud rusher can't, can't really get a, a beat, you know, he'll get, a, he'll get an offsides. And, you know, then you got the co- his coach yelling and watch the ball, and that slows him down coming out of his, out of his, uh, his stance. Uh, but the first thing, and that's how we would help. But as far as fundamentally, we would we would hammer that home. You know, when you kick set, make sure you you don't lunge at your opponent because they those good ones they see it, they'll grab you, toss you down, and now they got unabated. They're unabated to the quarterback. So sit tall, sit in that chair, stand tall, and punch. You know, uh, just a, go over. The, it would be a very very very. Uh, fundamental strong week if we had like an edge rusher on a, on a, a tackle d and davis show on the line was right now sean sierra make sure you follow sean on twitter at the sean sierra uh sean what's your confidence level with trubisky going into this uh into the season uh it's pretty high it's real it's really high um and I, i'm wondering maybe it's just a chicago thing you know how we like to do Sox fans cub fans bears bulls 
you know, we're always complaining about this, that, and the other. And you know what? Sometimes just sit back and enjoy what you got. And what you, what you got is you got a, a, an unbelievably talented, he's a raw, talented young man in, in Mitch Trubisky who's being taught. Like, I, I, I look, into it, look at him as like a blank slate, like a tabula rosa, so to speak, <laughs> for all you Adam Locke people. <laughs> and, uh, and I think that Matt Nagy, Mark Helfrich, and Dave Ragone are, are kind of imprinting it and writing what they want and kind of creating what they want because Mitch is, is green. You know, he keeps coming out green, 13 starts at, at, at UNC. You know, you can really throw out his redshirt year with the Bears. And so he's just willing to learn. He's soaking everything up like a, with like a sponge and they can kind of create, you know, we can build them better, stronger, faster, like the $6 million man kind of create their quarterback. And, and I'm, I'm loving the confidence that he has now. He's, he's more than comfortable being the leader of that offense, uh, you know, taking command of the huddle. That's what I look for. Uh, and toward the end of the season, I saw that in the playoff game. I saw that big time. And unlike a lot of Chicago fans, I'm not worried. I think this kid's going to come out and have a spectacular year. I think he's definitely going to be in the MVP conversation. I mean, whether or not he wins it, I don't know. But, hell, just getting in that MVP conversation means you've taken a big step forward, which is what a lot of people are worried about, if he's going to do or not take a step forward. What do you think Nagy and Pace are going to do when it comes to the tight end position? You have uh, Burton out with another groin injury or battling a groin injury, possibly going to be out for the first game, and Adam Shaheen not living up to his draft position. Well, luckily with the wide receiver position, they're not dependent on one guy. And, you know, you 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 have Allen Robinson, who's – it's so funny. I'm, on my show, I, w- I kept telling people, you know, people are talking about the no, no real number one receiver and talking about Mitch. And I'm like, listen, Allen Robinson is gonna is a stud. You saw that toward the end of the season. You saw that in the playoff game. You saw this dude is a straight up legit number one stud receiver. Now this year he's now he's coming off uh, a summer where he gets to train for the season and not rehab like he did last year before coming to the Bears. That's a whole different ball game. So you got him, you have uh, Taylor Gabriel, you have Cordell Patterson, you got Riley Ridley, you got, dude, Javon Wims, dude, he was playing like his football career was on the line, like, so they were holding his family ransom, he was balling, <laughs> he was balling this this training camp, and, you know, Javon Wims, I mean, there's tons and tons of receivers, so Trey Burton being down, you know, I, I wasn't a big fan of Trey Burton, um, just... I think mentally, I don't think he's he's where I I would want a football player to be. Uh, Adam Shaheen still has got to one stay healthy and two show that he can uh, he can play at this level. Uh, so I'm not too worried about the receivers um, because there's just a, a a plethora of receivers that can make make plays. I didn't even mention Cordell Patterson. I didn't even mention Tariq Cohen coming out of the backfield. I didn't even mention Anthony Miller. I mean, there's so many different things. I'm not worried about the receiving core. I'm 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 happy uh, that Mitch has got so many different weapons because who are you going to cover? Because who when you when you decide to double cover one one person, we saw last year every uh, Taylor Gabriel, Allen Robinson, and Trey Burton all had uh, games over 100 yards of reception. So who are you going to cover? Who you want to double team? Because we'll just go to the next guy. Now, you actually just brought him up, you know, Shreek Cohen. I was going to ask you, what you're a running back, yeah, you, you coach. 
if you had him on your team, but you also have David Montgomery, how are you going to use Tariq Cohen and really use, uh, really use his strengths now that you have a Patterson and a Montgomery back in the back? Well, possibly a Patterson in the backfield, but definitely Montgomery. How would you use him to really let him shine still? Every which way I could. <laughs> He'd be in motion. He'd be at the way. Same, same way, same thing he did last year. But you know what? Now you can't, you know, now you can't really key on him because if you want to key on him and kind of go where he's at, well, guess what? Now you got a stud running back in the backfield who can who can make plays. You have a Cordell Patterson who can make plays. Who's Cordell Patterson is like like Tariq Cohen, except bigger and not as shifty. He's he's unbelievably fast. He's powerful. He's a big man. He's two and a quarter. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to arm tackle this joker. Nope. You mean you got to hit this guy? As we saw last year when he ran the ran the kickoffs back for us yeah. against yeah. the Patriots. Yeah. He's he's no punk, and he's he's one strong dude. And to have a guy who can go in motion, and have a guy who can be you know jet sweep and all that. I mean, you can do so many different things. I mean, think of a reverse. You know, you jet sweep it. You hand and you you hand it to Cordell Patterson or, or Tariq Cohen, and then he flips it to or either one flips it to the other person coming back. I mean, there's speed, 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 speed all over. And with, with Tariq Cohen, I, man, you, you have to respect him. And I would get him on linebackers. I'd get him uh, mostly on linebackers because we have Taylor Gabriel. You have all those other guys who can take the safeties and the corners and get Tariq Cohen in space. I want to get him on a linebacker predominantly as much as possible because they, as you all know, they definitely can't hang with Tariq Cohen. Dean Davis on the line right now, Sean Sierra. Follow him at the Sean Sierra. He's also the co-host of Sean and Maya. Make sure you check out Facebook.com slash Sean and Maya and also get the Sean and Maya app. Sean, uh, look, you said Mitch is going to be well. Uh, the receiving core is stacked. We talked about some of the depth at the running back position. If if there is a position or something going on as far as on one side of the ball or the other, what are you concerned about going into the season with the Bears? Kicker. Kicker. That's it. You know, Eddie Pinheiro comes out, kicks, you know, he wins the, wins the job, and then he blows the first extra point. Like, come on, dude. See about that. You know, I mean, granted, he came back uh, three straight three straight uh, makes with three field goals, I believe, with extra points, and that was great. But the only thing about kickers, you don't know. Like, you can't judge a kick. You can't judge. Kickers is the, is the most difficult thing to quantify. Or to, to evaluate because because you just because a guy is the Luke Rosa award winner and hits hit 60 yarders in practice and has done it in college that doesn't mean Jack Spit in the NFL because it's a different game in the NFL you know you guys are bigger stronger faster guys are talking smack uh, you know it's it's a whole different game you can have guys who are you know all American kickers and just suck in at in, in at the next level. I mean, Robbie Gold, one of the best kickers, he was cut by, was it the Giants? I mean, they got him off the street. Yep. And he turned out to be, you know, probably the best kicker in in, in Chicago Bears history. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's an unexact science, and I hope the Bears got it right. I, they hope they got it right, but that's the only position on offense that I'm concerned with, and that's not even offense, that's special teams, but that plays as part of the offense. And that's the only position I'm worried about on that side of the ball because – I think Mitch is going to Mitch is, is really comfortable in this offense. You saw it how he played in the playoff game. Not only did he take he drive him down and score with that beautiful pass to Allen Robinson in the in the down the right sideline in the, in the the playoff game, but when they lost the lead, he drove him back down into field goal range. You know before the double do, double doink. So you know he didn't he didn't do it once. He did it twice. And if you don't if, if 
that's why I'm I'm so befuddled as to why people are saying, well, Mitch needs to take the next step. Mitch needs to take the next step. What step does he need to take? He did everything he needed to do at the end of that game in, in, in crunch time in a playoff game to win. So when you when people talk start saying next step, people are just saying that because they're parents and they heard someone someone say it, so they want to say it. And he he can he he obviously can uh, identify defenses. He can identify the mic. He can identify when blitzes are coming. He cha- he's been able to change plays into positive plays. He's done everything. If you watch the last two regular season games and the playoff, you will see he's done all that. But I don't understand why Chicago fans are still. Uh, worried if he's going to quote unquote take the next step. I know when I say next step, I mean be consistent like he was down the end of that playoff game. Because to me, the best part of that playoff game was see him take them down the field the way he did, especially after having a shaky, a shaky first half. That's what gave you the feeling that, you know what, we may have something here. But look, I, real quick on the kicking, I want to ask you this. when With those kickers that complain to Sports Illustrated about the process that took place this offseason, when you first heard about that, what was your thoughts? Do you think Nagy and Pace went too far? It's just much to do about nothing oh shut up and kick <laughs> shut, shut your ass up and kick bottom line you got you're a kicker you have one job you got one job put it through the uprights that's it that's your only job that's your only job and it doesn't it shouldn't matter if there's one it shouldn't matter if there's 10 it shouldn't matter if there's 50 kickers you put it through the uprights every single time guess what you win and if you're complaining about the process and you know what, then those are the, those are the mentally frail people that I don't want kicking for the bears anyway. Well, they, it wasn't a fair process. It, they had us, uh, you know, they, they, they were mean to me. I had to go suck my thumb in the corner. Get out of here. It's not, it's not for you then. Okay. If you want competition, if you want to win a job, you want to kick for the bears, cause you know, damn well, they're, they are a legit super bowl contender. Then you know what? Put it through the uprights every single time. And then you have nothing. There's nothing else to say. Nothing more, nothing less, because you have one job and one job only. Not like the quarterback, not like the running back or the receivers or the offensive linemen or the tackle, DTs or the, the lineback, linebackers or DBs. You got one job. Kick the ball through the uprights and shut your mouth. We just need a meme. We need that meme from Thibodeau. Do your job. That's all you got to do. That's it. <laughs> D, that's, D, it. that's it. D and David show on the line was right now. Sean Sierra. Make sure you follow Sean on Twitter at the, at, well, I'm sorry, at the Sean Sierra. Uh, Sean, let me ask you this. What's more likely to happen? The Bears offense to be a top 10 offense or the Bears defense to fall out of the top 10? More likely to happen? Yeah. Oh, man. The Bears offense is top 10. That it's, it's, it's a progression. You know, you, you saw the, the growth of the offense. I mean, people, you got to remember that when you're in a new offense, it takes time. You got new players. You have new blocking schemes. You have new pass uh, protections. You got new route trees. You have, you have chemistry that you have to develop, and you can't develop it just in the offseason. Uh, you can start to develop it, but you can't. Al Robinson wasn't 100%, so how can you develop chemistry with a guy who's not 100% because later in the year he's going to be at a different speed. So Taylor Gabriel, all this, uh, all the other receivers, Trey Burton, they were just getting used to Mitch. That was it. And it took time. There were some lumps. There were some bumps in the road. And you saw how smooth it got. And people talk about the playoff game and, and how the Bears only scored 17 points. Well, guess what? It's the playoffs. You're, you're facing the defending Super Bowl champions at the time, and they're pretty, they're pretty good. But that's what the team that didn't have chemistry, there are, I should say, that developed the chemistry along the way. This team, I'm, I am confident, 
is going to be uh, much more efficient. Uh, and don't forget, with this defense, they're going to have a lot of short fields. You know, all the all the balls that the defense don't doesn't take they they, uh, they don't take to the house. That's going to be a short field for Mitch and the crew. So it's going to be a lot, um, a lot of scoring opportunities for Mitch, thanks to our defense. You know, if they can't take it to the house, because you know damn well they try to go to the house. They're trying to make a house call every time they get that, their hands on the ball. No, absolutely, absolutely. Now, a little bit about the Packers. So the Packers defense upgraded, draft, free agency, all that. What do you expect them to do to try to slow down a Mitchell Trubisky? So who you said you have a lot of, you had a lot of faith in coming into the season. Uh, they're gonna look show different looks. You know, you you gotta you're gonna blitz. You know, the thing you want to do is you want to say, okay, some people, if some defensive coordinators, and I don't think it'll be very many, wonder if you can handle a blitz. Well, you know, if you go back and we watch some of the games in the last couple of games of the season, because that's what you don't give a damn about the first, the beginning of the season last year, because that's a whole different Mitch. You want to look at the most recent Mitch and say the best the playoff game, and that's the last two or three regular season games. And you say, okay, this guy seems like he can he can deal with the blitz. Let me try it. And if he burns you once, well, then now you're going to have to disguise coverages. Now you're going to have to do a lot better thing than just blitz. Because if you blitz, you you end up in man, and he, he gets you. You know, what do we talk about? We talked about all that speed that the, the Bears have. Yeah, he's going to get us one of those playmakers. He's going to be that point guard that he talked about. He's going to get to those playmakers 10 yards downfield, and they're going to do the rest. So I would say blitz him early, see if he can handle it. If he can, then you're going to have to do your best to disguise coverages and, and do some stunts and twists up front, try and mess with the offensive line to get him out of rhythm, get him out of the pocket, um, get his eyes off of downfield. Um, but don't blitz too often because you're going to get caught. And when you do get caught, there's too much, too much speed for you to uh, to deal with on that, in that receiving core. Dean Davis on the line right now. House music head, Mr. Loudness Feet. You can find him at any party going on. Sean Sierra. Sean, look, I want to ask you this. Uh, with this game coming up, what do you expect? And, I mean, it's, it's very hard with teams not playing in preseason to even kind of get a feel if you even use preseason to, 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 to take that, make that judgment. What do you expect Thursday night and also with this division playing out as far as the Pack and the Vikings and the Bears? How do you think they're going to finish out the, towards the end of this year? All right, I'll give you the, I'll give you the, uh, the first answer to your question. That's the – this week. On Thursday, I am uh, – I'm really looking forward to the Bears to explode. I'm really looking forward to them uh, coming out. They're looking for – they're looking – they haven't played. They're pumped. If you remember what happened last year, week one, they uh, had a big lead, and all of a sudden, second half, Aaron Rodgers did his thing, and Mitch looked like a deer in headlights. I can tell you this. Mitch is a huge competitor, I think, as we all know, and Mitch wants to make up for that. Mitch wants to make up for that deer in headlights look. And, you know, they won the second game. It's great. That was here last year. But that was at home. But you know what? That opening night game and a repeat of us being opening night. Remember, it was Sunday night for them last year. Now they're the, the first game of the 100th year of the NFL, 100th year of the Bears. There's a lot of um, emotion in there. I think Mitch is going to want to show he's grown up a lot. 
in that game. I think he wants to show he's part. He's going to be in that. Uh, he's he's on his way to being in the upper tier of quarterbacks. He's not there yet, but he wants to show that he's on the on his way. That defense, they I think they 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 are thirsty. They're, them some dogs over there. And I'm telling you, those guys are going to unleash hell's fury come Thursday, and I can't wait. I'm excited. So I, I really think that the the uh, the offense is really going to do uh, some things that are going to shock people. I think the defense is going to do some things that's like, yeah, that's about right. Um, but I, I'm excited to see it all put together. Now, for the uh, the the division, yeah, I'm more worried about Minnesota than I am about Green Bay. I'm much more worried about Minnesota. They got a defense. They have Dalvin Cook. If you watch him in the preseason, Lord have mercy. My man is my, my man is wow. Just wow. a second before he wow. hurts himself, Sean. Wow. It's just gonna be a second before he injures himself, Sean. Pardon? Says just gonna be a second before he injures himself, Sean. Man. I look at him every time in my fantasy league and I'll be like, I should and I'll be like, nah, he's gonna get hurt. <laughs> But go ahead, Dude, please Dal- continue. No, Dalvin Cook is the real deal. So I'm uh he's the one they're the one team that I'm concerned about more so in the division than the Packers. So um I think it's gonna be uh Bears or Pack or uh, Vikings uh all when it comes down to it at the end. But I just don't think Green Bay has what it takes. I think they're in a little bit of a uh a situation, their new coach and Aaron Rodgers might not be seeing eye to eye and arguing and fighting and complaining and whatever and fine you do that you do that amongst yourselves while we go take care of this division so i, I just don't think the, the the packers have what it takes this year with their upgrades all right sean give us a score for thursday game 35 17 my all right 35. i like that man i don't know oh, man some odd reason you, i'm not right there yet. he wants to show they're gonna show out. It's like, oh, you you thought you thought you were okay. You thought I wasn't ready. Oh, you thought I had to take quote unquote take a big step. You thought I, okay, watch. All right, yeah, you heard it here first. Thirty five. You said thirty five seventeen. Thirty five seventeen. Thirty five seventeen. Hey, I, I hope the Bears defense heard me. They might be mad at me. Like seventeen points. They <laughs> <laughs> ain't giving us seventeen points. You crazy? Enough. There you go. Yeah, especially with that uh, uh, Packers office, man. We don't know what's going to happen with them. Hey, Sean, man, I really, really appreciate it, man. Hopping on with us, man, breaking it down for us. Uh, love to have you on again sometime soon. All right. Hey, no problem, guys. I appreciate appreciate it. Thanks, Sean. All right, that's Sean right, Sierra, co-host of the Sean and Maya Show. Sean and Maya in the morning. Make sure you follow Sean on Twitter at the Sean Sierra. We're gonna come on back. Maybe go up for grabs. D and David Show. Yo, what's up? This is Rashid Hadi, and you're listening to the D and David Show. Yeah. D and Davis show. We are back and it's time to go up for grabs with Ryan Bukovsky. Ryan, what you got for us this week? Well, we got the uh, all important Bears Packers week and I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this matchup. And I wanted to start off with the Bears offense versus the Packers defense. What do you think the best way for the Bears to attack this Packers defense? Or what do you think the Packers defense will do to try to stop Mitch Trubisky? Oh, they're going to try to put pressure on him. Mike Pettin, uh, you look at the fact that they brought in Amos, they brought in Pestis, I mean Preston Smith and Zardarius Smith. 
I mean, they're trying to be a better defensive team. They're trying to give Pettin the tools to go with his defensive philosophy. So they're going to try to confuse him, you know, and they're going to try to pressure him. That's basically the two things you're going to see them trying to do. And also, they're going to try to limit his running opportunities if they can, because that's really that. That's where he can hurt them as far as if they keep him in the pocket. And my last thing, they're going to try to keep him in the pocket. Like you, Mr. Trubisky's key this year is to prove that he can win from the pocket, because that's what most teams are going to try to do. But the Bears have so many weapons that uh, 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 a five-yard pass can turn into a long run. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the best part of everything. Even when we're talking to Sean, talking about Cordero Patterson, uh, talking about Tariq Cohen, talking about all the receivers, David Montgomery. Uh, but we Look, and this is a small potatoes, but Kerf White is a burner. You know, like, so they're going to sit there and try to keep his ass in the pocket and make him try to win the game for him. That's, I mean, that's all you really can do with a young quarterback. Make him win the game and make him cause uh, turnovers. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I think it's going to be uh, a lot of pressure. Going to be try to, you know, saying kind of keep him off kilter. Uh, if they do flesh him out, yes, he does have the legs. But if you flesh him out, he has those legs. You can give him one good lick, and then you won't have to worry about him no more. You know, give him a good licking. Um, but no, I think that's probably the biggest thing they're going to do. Maybe try to keep him in the pocket. I agree with Ken on that. But this, when it comes down to where I'm not yet sold on Mitch, so they're going to make a make him beat them from the pocket so now he has to deliver the ball throw the ball to those receivers to those running backs uh try to to, as Ken said make a five-yard pass that could possibly turn into the house but now they have to make him do that so I'm not yet sold on that last season was good the last drive was great but when it comes to now, it's just, I guess, just kind of the, the new wave of the NFL. A lot of the coaches don't even want to play their starters in the preseason games. We don't know exactly. And we're we not there to practice with them every, every practice. So we don't know exactly what he's capable to do. So I'm worried about a slow start to the offense. Although you have all these weapons, I'm worried about that slow start. And I think if Green Bay can keep him in the pocket and make them beat him, make him beat them with his arm instead of his legs, which is a huge uh, advantage for Mitchell Trubisky. I think if they can keep him in the pocket, I think they'll be able to kind of, you know, put some type of uh, pressure on him like that. Yeah, I think uh, basically what you guys are saying, I think the other part is if I was Mike Pettin in the Green Bay defense, I think I would really load up the box and try to stop everything underneath. Force him to throw it deep, especially early. Mm. Mm. Force him to make that throw, to make that big play. And then worst case, you can always adjust out of it and then let him have some of that underneath. But that's where Mitch does. Underneath, RPO, and then that run that they're going to do with the new running back. So I expect them to say, beat us over the top first, and then you can have your stuff underneath if I'm the Packers. So this is where Amos, a big sign like Amos come in for the Packers. Okay, yeah, you played against this guy in practice all the time uh, last season. And you might not have Trey Burton, so he might make his job that much easier. Exactly, exactly. So I don't know. We'll see with that. Uh, Next question, still sticking with this game. I want to know your guys' thoughts on who the X-Factor player is, whether he's with Green Bay or with the Bears. Oh, it's... Oh, that's a good question. Just one X factor, or could it be like one for the Bears, one for the? I'll I'll I'll, I'll accept the biggest both. X factor player. I want to say Khalil Mack. I mean, think about what Khalil Mack did last year, and that's without training camp, right? But think about what Aaron Rodgers did 
last year hurt. Yeah. In that one leg. Game. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I think we'll be BSing and being homers if we don't say it's Aaron Rodgers is overall on the field because he's not even a system guy. I mean, now he's in a new system, but this is a dude that can just, he can play Sandlot on your ass. You know what I'm saying? And I don't even mean Sandlot with just running around. I mean Sandlot with getting to the line, seeing something he doesn't like, and just changing the whole right. script. So, but I, I do think if, Oh, wasn't the biggest one of the biggest uh, issues that they having so far up in Green Bay with the offense is audibles? Well, Matt Fleur, Lafleur came out Matt yesterday and said that he can't audible. Then got kind of on the media today and said, "I don't see why you guys keep bringing it up." Basically, there are adjustments in this system. Hey, Just because adjusts. you don't call it an audible doesn't mean there aren't adjustments. But this is the crazy thing, though. This is the Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, Sean McVay. So mm-hmm. let's think about this. If, as soon as I say Cal Shanahan, I got the. I know how. Can, to you, what's your first thought? Washington. Yeah. Okay. RG three. So then, what about Cal Shanahan? The biggest game that he's ever had a part. Oh, of? Atlanta in the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Yeah. And what was what was needed mostly in that game? They needed to run the ball, and it was an audible because it was <laughs> it was a pass play. Yeah. Remember, we were at that game like run the rock, yeah, right? The rock. And then Sean McVay, you know damn well with the young quarterback. And Jared Goff, there's a little bit of hand hit being held. So we're talking. So we're, these coaches, basically, how they're coaching, they don't coach to give that freedom to that quarterback. Like Matt Ryan, yeah, you should go up with two plays. Yes. And you choose yeah. one of the two plays. Yeah, but you got two veterans, but you have to have respect and and uh, you, you know, you, at least you know what they, they you think they know what they're doing. With, with a Matt with a Matt Ryan and, and Aaron Rodgers, they should be able to go out there and just do whatever they want to do. I agree, but the pro- I think it's twofold. All these coaches who view themselves as being great tacticians have seen what's been going on in Green Bay for the last five years and basically like, what the hell are they doing? Remember, this this shotgun slant type stuff they used to run, man, you can run that all day with Donald Driver and James Jones. Oh, yeah. You know, like when you got Jordy Nelson. A young cop. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, Michael um, uh, Finley, mm-hmm. Jermichael Finley for yeah. a couple years. Right. Yeah, you can pull all that up because they had remember we used to tell all the, this was six years ago. And it's only one player on the Packers team they didn't draft. Right? And they were balling when this was happening. It wasn't yeah. like oh, they got scrubs and they were doing it or cheap. So think about all these coaches looking at like, so all, as this goes on and the talent level decreases in Green Bay, these plays don't work anymore. And Aaron Rodgers, because Mike McCarthy isn't innovating, is like, I'm changing all this stuff up at the line, right? Because this, I see this matchup. This is what this is what's gonna work because we're not beating anybody with this old philosophy that we're going in. So he's a guy that's used to I flip it. So I'm sure if I'm a coach, my first thought is I want you to calm down a little bit, right? Because one, this is a new system for all these guys. And if did you, I don't know if you guys read any of the reports uh, that came out between McCarthy that was reported between McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers about how uh, Rodgers, I mean, McCarthy would tell a receiver to run, listen, you run this. And Aaron, Mike McCarthy wasn't talking. Aaron would change it. The receiver would have to decide who he was going to listen to. Yeah. So I'm just talking about You better listen to Rodgers. Situations like, yes, that's you the better fact. better listen to Aaron. Situations like that, you're trying to you're trying to put, put that, that fire out. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, just look, first, let's learn how to do the basics before we start flipping it. Right? Like, so I, I think that's kind of when we're talking about Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers where they're trying to get on the same page. But of course, you're going to allow Aaron Rodgers some liberties that you wouldn't allow 95% of other quarterbacks in the NFL. Easy to say. 
You 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 should because probably maybe him, Tom Brady, and uh, Drew, Drew Brees. Brees. Yeah, you, maybe should. Matt Ryan too. No, no. <laughs> he showed us that. <laughs> Who's his offensive coordinator? He just showed us. He yeah, showed. that's true. No, but yeah, it's probably just them three. Yeah, just you're gonna allow those guys to in a way. You we said to, Mahomes, right? But still, the thing is, even with it being theirs. No, not Mahomes yet. I wouldn't say Mahomes. Not Mahomes yet. No. Not, you're going to get Texas Tech Mahomes. Yeah. All right. You're going to get uh, Cliff Kingsbury <laughs> Mahomes. You want Andy Reid Mahomes. Right. right. But still, you you want to make sure the foundation is set. All right. So, Ken says Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with the rookie uh, Montgomery because I think if you're able to establish that run, that's going to throw that Packers defense off. <laughs> off a little bit and then you'll be able to see if Mitchell can really utilize the weapons that he has on the outsides so I think if Montgomery comes in and kind of just that steady running back and it's like okay they are really complete now because you don't have a cat that's my size running between the tackles uh, you're not worried about who's the backup Mike Davis mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not worried about him coming out there yeah you got Cordell Patterson but he's more of a uh, kind of a wild card kind of a guy if you have that steady running back out there behind Mitchell Trubisky that's going to open up so much more for the Bears offense this game and truthfully we say he's healthy for the remainder of the season so I'm going to go with David Montgomery as being my uh, X factor let me piggyback on that it's not just David Montgomery it's 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 Matt Nagy's faith in the run game and dedication to it through David Montgomery. I because think if he performs, issues, I think he will. I think no, he will I'm see not it saying, a lot. But even last year, there were times where even if you don't, there th- even if you're handcuffed by the fact that Jordan Howard isn't an all around back, mm-hmm. you got to use what you have. So even regardless, you have to look. I, I, I was preaching. I was screaming yeah, at the entire season. If it's running back by committee, let's just say David Montgomery is good, but it's still running back to, by committee. You still have to run that committee. Run yes. I agree with you. You can't become one dimensional with a young quarterback. He's, I agree with you. He's not ready for that. No, and that's why I said I think if, yes, you're 100% right. You're 100% right with that. So, yeah, that's my expected, David Montgomery. I'll go with a, another Green Bay guy. I'll go with their running back, Aaron Jones, because he didn't okay. play much against the Bears. He was suspended in that first game last year, and then he only had like four or five carries before he had the season ending injury in the second matchup with the Bears. And with this system, this is the Todd Gurley Ram system. That's what's supposed to be the benefit for Aaron Rodgers being with Matt LaFleur. Devontae Freeman. Right. They're going to give a lot of to the running back. This is going to be a running team using a lot more play action off of that run and giving things even easier to Aaron Rodgers. So the Bears have to make sure that they stop Aaron Jones and don't allow Green Bay to have a running game because the last thing you want to do is give control to that Packers offense of that clock and put even more pressure on Mitch to make throws. Yes, I've seen Aaron Rodgers do without a running game. Yeah, exactly. Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but you know what? I think he was the running game. <laughs> I think Aaron Rodgers now in this point in his career would be so okay with having a steady, good running game. Because I mean, see Dan Marino. Yeah, exactly. Well, not even, not even that. No, not even that. His health. Because he's been knocked. He's been banged up the past couple seasons. Yeah, I think he's had the collarbone two years ago. Yeah, leg last year. This this passing rock off. I agree with you, Ken. I know he wants to slang it, but I think I think Aaron is smart enough to understand. Let me extend this. This career of mine just by handing this rock off, and if the floor can get a running game going, I mean, it's listen, it's still old school football in my opinion. I, I was screaming this last year, uh, and Ken kind of alluded to it with Jordan Howard. Run the damn ball, especially the control. Oh, you time. Can, yeah, just run and the, the help ball. Defense. 
Exactly. It's like spread. It's like spread. It's like even the, it, if you're not being successful, yeah, it takes time off the clock. It keeps other teams' offense off the field. Everybody, not the Warriors. I know and this is, NBA. Like, yes. You pointed out these, everybody's not the same. Yeah. Run Mitch, the ball. he doesn't have to be as great if he can just hand it off yeah. once in a while and yes. really trust that force. Or dink. Listen, and play action opens up. Maybe those throws are you even don't more have wide to, open. Their dink and dunk game is going to be so dangerous. It should be because who they're dinking and dunking to. to. Right. You don't have just Tariq Cohen. You got Cordell Patterson right there. And you David got, Montgomery. I was just about to say. You got David Montgomery right there. You got, like, hey, what is that? Taylor Gabriel running around. And uh-huh. Like, you have all these weapons right here that you could sit there and exploit them. When, like, I'll tell you this, and I'm having us talking about this has been on my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be disappointed in Matt Nagy, and you all know how big of a fan I am of Matt Nagy. You are a huge fan. If, but game by game, during the game, the big thing will be with his in game adjustments. Because with all the weapons on that offense, there should be a way to win. Wait a minute. There should be a oh, way to yeah. score. Let me put it like this. No, no. There should be a way to score. But this is the issue. Mm -hmm. If we're seeing that, I think that's on Mitchell. Because Nagy's playbook is supposed to be this in-depth genius of a book. But if he can't dive into beyond chapter two, yeah, but you got we can get to chapter twenty-five. There's an issue, and it's probably Mitchell Trubisky. But no, but that the thing, even what I'm saying with that, you have to accentuate his best traits. But you have the weapons to pull Mitch back, like even compared to last year, where from like game seven or eight mm-hmm. till the end of the season, you can see kind of dial Mitch back. Mm-hmm. Now you have to go into that playbook. Pick the play to exploit. Give him the looks. Give him three options. Look, so and so is gonna be right. The Cordell Pass is gonna be right there. Yeah. Allen Robinson is gonna be up top. Up top. You can have uh, uh, Anthony Miller on a slant, and you got Tariq right here in the backfield, ready to go in case you, he needs to release. You like simplify. But like, if just, you're don't not try si- to one, don't try to out wonder yourself. Is no, my thing. But but if you're but you're saying if you're not seeing that in game adjustments, you think- I'm saying in game adjustments. I'm, yeah, I need now. Look, I think, if, if, I just if think, during that, I think if the quarterback this, is the extension of the coach, and if the if the if quarterback is not performing well, but he made bad engagement adjustments last year, he should have ran the ball. In the I agree with right? that, but I think so that was I'm his still, rookie. I think that was his rookie season too. When he trying to figure, I agree. Out. So I'm, I'm going back. So that was his rookie year. I'm a fan. We still have to hold his feet to the flames. I, I agree. With so that. he I has to that. show us that you know what, Mitch isn't having a good game. I'm gonna do this right. Like okay, I got. I'm, we gonna run it. I got five bad plays. Like this, anything can happen on these plays for him like we need to see him be able to manage every game quarter to quarter to quarter situations like we need to see this I want to say I'm, I'm a big fan of his I want to see his progression we keep talking about Mitch's progression we I need agree. to see the rookie I mean, the second year head coach do the same my third up for grabs is going to go a little bit outside to the entire NFL it's a really exciting week one slate. I'm just curious. Do you guys have a matchup that you're excited for? And it could even be just because your fantasy guys are playing. Just whatever is going to definitely be on the TV this Sunday. Man, forget fantasy this year. Yeah, why are you so down on the fantasy? What happened? Dude. We got to talk about that, too. I'll tell you after. Yeah, man. We got to talk about that. No, oh, it's yeah, got to gotta... be on the mics, man. We got we to gotta get in-depth. You know what I'm saying? We got to figure out all this out. We got, of course, the Green Bay against Chicago, Tennessee versus Cleveland. No. Uh, Baltimore versus Miami, no. Atlanta versus Minnesota, yeah, I, I'm interested in that. Buffalo versus New York City Jets, the battle of the second year QBs. Yes, that might be pretty good. Washington versus Philly, not really. Ooh, LA versus the uh, Rams versus the Carolina Panthers. 
That's a juicy one to me. That's that's titillating. Kansas City versus the Jags. Good to see one the next step of Patrick Mahomes, but is are the Jags for real? Are they back? Is that defense back? Yeah, we want to see what Foles is doing, but is that defense back to where it needs to be? This is a sad one right here. Listen, this would have been an oldie but goodie uh, 15 years ago. Tampa Bay, Indy versus oh. the uh, the Chargers. Indies versus the Chargers? Yeah, because that would have been young uh, Philip Rivers versus Peyton Manning. Yeah. And then you would have had old Philip Rivers versus uh, Andrew, Luck. Andrew Luck. And now it's the Jacoby Brissett Bowl. Uh, Cincy versus Seattle is a no. Uh, NY versus the, the, the Giants versus Dallas. The, 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 the Giants. Uh, Detroit, <laughs> Detroit versus Arizona. Hell no. Nah. San Fran, Tampa Bay. Hell no. Nah. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, New England. England. That's yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, that might that be a good one. one. That one. And That's Monday a steady night, one. You got uh, Houston versus New Orleans. We'll Ooh, see the unbanned. New Orleans, we'll, too. And we'll see how that defense is now without Clowney, who bought the last uh, three seasons. And the, I wonder, man, if, I guess Larry Tunsil should be ready to go. It's going to be some cold. Like that's quick for Laramie Tunsil's to know all the verbiage. Yeah, that's. Yeah, is, I don't know if he's playing for sure, but I would think he's probably going to be out there. There's nobody better, right? Yeah, got to put, him, gotta out put him out there. Put him out. And then last, you have this is always seems like the first Monday night game of the season. <laughs> yeah. Denver versus Oakland. It's kind of intriguing, even though Oakland is bad. But I guess to see what AB is doing, Antonio Brown and, and Chucky would be John Gruden would be interesting. And our boy Vic Fangio's first game as a head coach. So for me, it's definitely Kansas City. We're taking the Bears out of this. Yeah, it's definitely uh, Kansas City and the Jags is is tasty. That'll be my 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 number one, and then uh, Pitt versus New England. Um, good old Pitt. Pitt. Good old. I think Pitt, division Pittsburgh Steelers. My number one. <laughs> not just shit. Hold on. My number one will probably will probably be uh, be Pittsburgh versus New England. Uh, the champs be you know saying uh, hosting the page, uh, the pirates uh, Steelers. I'm sorry. Um, Thinking Cubs right there. Yeah, I am. You know what? Atlanta in Minnesota. That's I'm, juicy too. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that one either. That would be up there for me too. Two quarterbacks you may not be able to trust. Yeah, but you like pre- Atlanta this year. Are, yeah, I told you. I think, Minnesota, I, got, I think Minnesota's going to be better. I said I got coming out of the, I think Atlanta may come out of the South this year. I think this may be the year. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's uh, in Minnesota? It's in Minnesota, too. That would be my number two. And that's strictly, you know, also, too, because of the division with Minnesota. Exactly. Uh, and probably KC versus the Jags. I just think, man, I think Kansas City. Didn't LaShawn McCoy end up in Kansas City? Yes, yes he did. Oh, yes, he did. He did. He did. Um... Man, I but think I, he's uh, got the Dalvin Cook thing. True. <laughs> Tell me when he's healthy. But this is the thing, though. I think KC might be possibly, if they wasn't on a, uh, another level last year, they might be at another level offensively this year. My, the defense still is kind of like okay, just do your job. That KC, survive. That KC offense. Oh, it's gonna be. That might they might be on another we're about level. To see in the net pro if he stays healthy within this season, next three years. Some stuff we've never seen. He might be on a. Could you imagine the Bears had Mahomes? They would have messed him up. Let's not go there. We I'm don't want to ruin. I'm we don't want to make this throw up. Be, week if he'll be closer to <laughs> why Texas, are you turning this into Texas throw up Tech, week? Patrick Mahomes. I'm just saying, if Nagy would have had his hands on Patrick Mahomes, that would have been great. Uh, but no, I think number three for me would probably be KC and Jacksonville. What was your number one? 
Pittsburgh against uh, New England. Yeah, that one is really it's up but there. Go- for it's me. an oldie but goodie. I know, and especially the Sunday night standalone. I mm-hmm. love that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go uh, Carolina, Los Angeles. I'm really curious about this because I think Carolina's pretty good. I think the Rams. You know, everyone talks about the Bears as being that team with their aggression. I feel like the Rams are more that team than the Bears. Regression? Yeah. You think so? Not that I necessarily think they're going to be bad. I pick them to win the division and still be in the playoffs and a threatening team. But we don't know with Todd Gurley. I don't know fully with that defense. They've got some new offensive line starters. Are they going to be just a flat out 12 wins or 13 win team again? They might regress down to 11 or 10 wins. I was going to say about 10 to 11. I can see that. So Seattle's going to be better. Right. And I, I don't think they're going to have a huge drop off, but just a little bit. And Carolina, again, I think that they're a solid team. I don't know with Cam's health, but if they get off to a good start, especially at home against the Rams, that would be a really uh, great start for them, especially in a really tough division. So that would probably be my number one out of the de facto's that you guys didn't take mm-hmm. uh but definitely pittsburgh new england i do want to see houston new orleans even though i think houston's probably going to lose that game but i want to see it why you say that i just think with all the turmoil that they're having on offense the saints coming in at home we don't know that i think houston i think this game will be a lot closer than people it expect. could be i can feel you see this would be the thing how how fast out the gate does new orleans come well, I think they got to go right out the because they see them, but, but see they don't. They right. don't though. They but never see, do. But, see, the, but then the kicker is how long. And we talked about this last week. How many bullets does Drew Brees have in that arm during later later on in the year, especially if they're outside? True. But how fat? Like that would be interesting to see. Is does New Orleans come straight out the gate? Kamari Kamari can keep him can can uh, let Brees have a few more bullets in the chamber. Well, I think because how how great he is. Well, he was there last year. And Breeze, Breeze was tired at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, but... He I, was there, I'm just... But see, you're asking your point, like, it, it's a Houston team, so they're the AFC, it's not as important, but they have to get home field if they're going to have any shot of getting to the Super They always say that. Oh, you're talking about New Orleans? Yeah, so they yeah. have to yeah. win as much, especially in this NFC see, where you don't problem. know. That's a problem. You you can have a, a playoff game at home, but if you have to, for the championship game, go on the road, you have to go on the road. And you and know they I know, can't. I know, and that's a problem. <laughs> I know, that's why like, I don't like that's thinking That's a problem, problem dog. Like, we need, hey, we need an extra arm over here. Like, Teddy, get that ready. What's the athletic other quarterback they got back there? Is it Steels? Oh, no. What's his name? Kenny Hill or Hill? It's yeah, Hill. 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 Taysen Hill. I yeah, think. I believe so. Because they got to make a decision on which one of those guys they're going to keep around. But anyway, uh, yeah. My uh, last up for grabs. Did you we'll say what do... yours was? Your game? Did you say your yeah, game? Yeah, I, I went to uh, Carolina, Los Angeles, you did, you did, but you, you guys picked some really good ones. That Jerry Goff's going to come out there with a, all types of chains. Hey, on. he's got, got that money fresh now. Fresh money. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, his phone just started ringing out in LA. Oof. <laughs> 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 girls calling from different area Man, codes. Hey, good for like, him. Move over with Jimmy Garoppolo. Good for him. My last question deals with baseball. We'll stick with the Cubs. Right now, they got an 80.1% playoff odds chance. Do you think that that's just on making par? it? Uh, yeah, just making it with wild card, not counting division, but getting to the postseason based on ESPN.com. Is that too high, too low, just right? I mean, they they lead the first wild card, right? No, they're the second wild card. The Nationals are the first wild card. How far are they behind the Nationals? Last I checked, they were three and a half. Let me give you the up to date. It is currently three and a half. How? What's the next closest team to the Cubs? The Phillies at two and a half. The Diamondbacks are three and a half. Brewers, Mets tied at four. 
but uh, St. Louis has a St. Louis has a real tough schedule down the end of the road. Uh, they, and they, also, they both play each other at the I end, too. They play. Yeah, they, do. they do a home and away. But I, and I also think their uh, record uh, recently against teams over 500 isn't as, as great. Uh, it's slightly, maybe slightly too high. Probability when there's teams just a couple games behind you that there is a chance that you can be caught up. But listen, I'll be I, I'm not a homer like that. I, I had the Cubs winning props, winning this division. I had the Cubs in the playoffs. I still do. These last three weeks, it's been like, what? What? <laughs> what team is out there? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I mean it, it's so – it's hard. It's, it's, it's befuddling, actually, when you see what's going on and what's missing. Crazy things, just like something's just missing. I tell you what's missing. Usually, you have a healthy lineup. But every time somebody comes back, Somebody's gone. Yeah. That that lineup is not consistent, and they stink on the road. They're a game under uh, teams that have played that are five hundred. They're thirty six and thirty seven on a road. They're twenty eight and thirty nine at home. They're fine, forty six and twenty four. That's not all of baseball. Yeah. I say it's low. I mean, I say it's too high. That's what, um, what would you say it should be? I think yeah, Ken will, <laughs> I think you making it sound like it's sixty. No, I think it should be seventy five. No, you you just said like let's drop it down a couple. These like oh they're out. <laughs> yeah, I think it should be. So I, I would give them a 70, 75 percent because I just think the variable like if they were five, if it was if if, if the Nationals were seven games up of the the, the the second wild card and the Cubs were five, I say like yeah eighty's fine. But that's a bad weekend. You want to hear this too? Mm. Yesterday I checked that they were seventy three point. And oh. So after one day, they jumped up to eighty. Uh, I was going to say then, probably like yeah. sixty-five to seventy percent chance to make it. I knew you were going sixty. Yeah. About sixty-five to seventy percent. I think it's. I'm gonna, let me look at the rest of their schedule though, because it, it, it's the majority of your schedule is it kind of like at least fifty-fifty on the road and at home. Let me let me look it up because yeah, I'm not told. I know that they go to the Brewers this weekend for a four game, and they go. I think. It, no, they're hosting the Brewers. They have to go to St. Louis, but they're also hosting St. Louis. I think it's pretty mixed down the middle, but I think they play more games at home, if I'm correct. Yeah, they have the... This is, okay, they're going to, yes, they're going to road against... Four against Milwaukee, four against San Diego. All right, but then you have... Yeah, you got a nice little home schedule. Three at Pittsburgh. Um, uh, Pittsburgh is here for three games. Cincinnati's here for three games. And then you have St. Louis here for three games, but they go back on the road. Three for the Pirates, three at the Pirates, and three at uh, St. Louis. So, I mean, wait, wait, wait. so this this last month, mm. we're talking about they face off again. They face some sorry teams. It's baseball, I know. It's the road, man. But dog, you got Milwaukee who's folding. San Diego, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, the Cub Killers, St. Louis, Pittsburgh, St. Louis. All they really have to do is beat the teams they're supposed to beat. Right. True. And do well enough against your divisional opponents. But that, I'm including them. I'm saying right. that you have to beat Pittsburgh and Cincy. Right. It, ha- it has to be playoff baseball. It can't be uh, dog days of September, basically. But you have, like, San Diego, they should beat San Diego. They, look, you got to gotta win some of these series, but you can split some of them. You got to put your foot on Milwaukee's neck because of what they did to you last year and the fact that they've been stumbling. But you got to beat these sorry-ass teams. I think St. Louis has a rougher schedule down the, uh, down in uh, the rest of the season. Well, they've definitely had a really nice stretch. A lot of easy teams as of late, and that might be why they've kind of built That's this That's why I was lead. saying that because their record against over 500 teams isn't as good. So the Cubs have 14, home, 14 road games. 
in 10 home games after this game tonight against uh, the Seattle Mariners. Hmm. They're not good on the road. That's why I'm saying I don't like the odds. Now, swept they, the Mets. They did. Yes, yes, they did. <laughs> yes, they did. They did sweep the Mets. And the Mets were kind of. Let me hang my hat on something. Yeah. But then the Mets, was, they had something to play for, too, and they swept them. So that, yeah. was, that was good and for the Cubs. And three best pitchers. Yes. That was great for the Cubs psyche. It was. But after that, it was like poop, 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 poop. So, Two out of three to Milwaukee. Real quick. Mm. So St. Louis has. This is just for the division. Not the wild card. Mm-hmm. St. Louis has their playing Cincy. Then they go to San Fran, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, Colorado, Milwaukee, the Nationals, the Cubs, Arizona, and then the Cubs. They have a rough, a rougher schedule. Mm. So yeah, all, especially those last four series, yeah. all playoff teams. Yeah, yeah, or you, fighting for playoffs. Yeah, you, you. So it's in your hands. It's in your hands to either win, get the wild card or win, take the division. But do you trust these Cubs? Do you trust A, like I said before, every time somebody goes out, somebody, I mean, somebody comes back, somebody goes out. Now, you have Brian is out and you have Hobby is out, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so you do get Zorbers, uh, Zorbers back. Okay, yeah, that's but good. But we don't know what up. he is. We don't know what he is. We finally got Wilson uh, Contreras back. He's doing well, it seems, if, you know, saying lately, right now. But there isn't that consistent. It's, it's consistency. Castellanos. Consistency. And, yeah, and you have Nick. Right, right. You have Nick. And it's uh, not enough. And it's not enough. Exactly. So that's my whole thing. That's why I said between 65 to 70, because you're on the road. Man, and I don't trust they, these guys on the road like that. They can catch St. Louis. I think so, too. It's possible because they play them twice. I, I don't know if I possible. bet on it anymore. Or, or, you know what? The Cardinals can whoop their ass and put them away. Can, yep. I mean, those last two series when they Lee play Shannon. each other is going to be probably everything. Boy, for Cubs fans, if St. Louis knocks y'all out of the playoffs, it's going to be like yeah. old times. I mean, we won on their field last time for the division. <laughs> They'd be like, your measly victory. <laughs> hey, years, we for, got our ring. For decades. When's now. the last time you got one, St. Louis? Then they put out, they pull out all of them. It wasn't that long, oh, though, mean, was it? The last hundred years about the all of them. The last hundred years or just... Tell uh, that to Packer fans who only have two in the last, what, 40 years? And how many the Bears got? Yeah, but <laughs> what, are you going to hang your hat on five? Well, how many times did they go to Super Bowl? Was it six? Well, they've been to four. Wait, they went twice with Favre. They've been twice with Rodgers, right? No, once. Once. Just his win. Yeah, that's it. Did he lose a lot? Nope. He lost in the NFC Championship game a lot. Okay. Yeah, they only been to one and he won that one. Uh, Pittsburgh, right? Yep. Yep. That was a dark day. Dark day for me at Southern Illinois. I didn't like either of those teams. Really? I love Dan Rodgers. Sorry. I like watching him play. Brett Favre, man, he beat it into me. I'll uh, I'll answer the uh, last up for grabs question. Yeah, I think uh, it's probably too high, eighty percent. I would have it maybe a little bit lower, but like everything you just said, Ken. I mean, if they have a great couple weeks, they probably could win the division. But can you put together two or three good weeks? I mean, they need all the snuff they can get their hands on. So if they lose, how quick is Joe? Fu- well, he's I mean, so they're out of the playoffs. Yeah. So he's just done. Just. All right, Joe, don't even come back. I mean, We're I, not even talking I to think him. Joe Madden is an excellent manager. He's the cheapest option you basically have as far as trying to turn around what's on the roster right now. But we all know they need some change on the roster. So that's my big thing. They, you, are you going to get rid of a great manager when this roster is done and some of the moves you guys have made? We just saw Jed talking about Verlander. 
And like, dude, if Verlander, look, Verlander found a found a youth that Roger Clemens left out someplace in Houston. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> You go to the right door, the right door. Yeah, all Rogers there with all his kids starting with K. He's like, Kobe, give him the stuff. But um, take those shorts down, Cleavon. What, Roger? You got a half black kid? Yeah, Cleavon, <laughs> give him the stuff too. But uh, look, if, if you have Verlander here. Dude, especially especially with all these pitching injuries and how healthy he has been. I know, dude, you said you never know. You never but we can't go off of the fact that he's been healthy. Oh, no, he's been great. And at the end of his reign and, and uh, with the Tigers, people were looking at that contract like, man, damn. What are you doing? And he's caught, like, dude, his worth it. Yeah. So oh, he's uh, worth every penny. If you had, if you every had, because basically what we, we would be saying, he would be here and you wouldn't be here probably, right? Because you would have had to extend Verlander. Oh, possibly. It would probably. I doubt you would have went out and got another big ticket. Maybe if depending on how what happened with Arietta. But even if they would have brought him in with Arietta. They'd been like, "Well, Arietta's gonna leave. We gonna yeah. keep." Especially if think about it. If Verlander performed how he's performed to Houston, they was gonna keep him. Hey, my only thing is with looking at it with Justin Verlander. It's like you just don't know what would happen. But you can go off of what happened. Yeah, you can go off of what's happening in Houston. Because that might not have happened in Chicago. But it could have. So chances it is are, what it is. What, what, chances are that would have happened. Though you just said that he found some family youth outside, so we he could have found that. Was he gonna find it in Wrigley? It's Sammy's old stash in the back. (laughs) (laughs) They hate Sammy. What you gonna do? Crawl up in the ceiling? I know you left some up here, Sammy. They kept some. Don't worry. Yes, yes, (laughs) over there. It's it's behind the smash boom box. Yeah, you just. You just don't know. You just don't know. That's that's. I think that's hard to say. Well, I'm saying look, we have to take the information that we have now. No, no, no. I agree. Justin Verlander, who was who was a depreciation asset I of a agree. great pitcher, has returned and could arguably be the best pitcher this season. And he would be on this. Oh, let's even play like this. He's not Verlander right now, but he's ten percent less. He's still better than any pitcher they got on the staff. I'm not denying that at all. I'm also going off what the comments were made earlier too from uh, who um uh, Hoyer made. Right, I mean, you just can't live with regrets. I know you say you kind of regret it. We're not living with regrets. I'm saying he's talking about he regrets it. You can't live with regrets. Don't regret it, dude. You you have what you have. You did what you did. You won your World Series. Yeah, I bet you everybody looking at like, man, I wish I would have signed Verlander. But you just wouldn't know what what would happen. He could have came here and blew out his arm. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. But what I do know, them Cubbies ain't looking good right about now. They're not looking good right about now. That's all Haters. I'm not hating. I'm basically going off what I'm going off what I'm seeing and the simple fact that seeing through that hate behind your eyes. If they were at least a 500 team on the road, I'd give you more of a chance. They're not even that. They're like uh, they eleven games under on the road. If they was just five hundred, I'd say yeah, they got it. They not they not that. They wouldn't be in this position if it was five hundred roads. Yeah, if they were five hundred, they'd be in front. They'd be the in division. front. Yeah, listen, the the bull. I mean, I'm sorry. This the bullpen. What what's going on with that? Uh, Kimbrel is not what you thought he was. He was going to get. Your lineup has not been consistent all year, and your starting position, your starting pitcher is kind of like, okay, yeah, you're good enough right there. And look where they're at right now. I think their pitching is okay enough. It's really that hitting. What are you going to get offense every day? Consistent, right? And you, before the season started, you said this. I hope we don't have the season we had last year. And what was the issue last year? Their offense, man, they can blow out. I think they did it. But I did. I think they did it the first game of the season. Man, the Cubs scored ten yeah. runs in the opening game. And then what's going to happen the next, next season? What's going to happen the next game? That's what's been happening. I don't know. I'm just a little lonely Sox fan. All right, we come on back. But hate. <laughs> we'll wrap up this show, D and David show.
What's up, everybody? It's Cameron Smith from CBS2 Chicago. You're listening to the D and Davis Show. D and Davis Show. All right, let's go ahead and uh, bring us home. We got some good hot topics we're going to get into. All right, Cam, what you got? Uh, Osaka knocked out at the U.S. Naomi. I've been concerned about her. This has been a down year for her. Yeah, she hasn't been playing that consistently. I don't know if YBN Cordy is, uh, Corday is helping her. Are they dating? Yeah, that's a I didn't even know that. That's a boyfriend. What? Mm, yeah. At least, so. she, at least she got the, the rhyme say it a spitter. But I, <laughs> he wanted the best flow. He's I a lyricist. The best I, like for, I, I wish for the best for uh because she's so young, but I feel like she should be strong. Even though she's just 21, yeah, I feel 21, like she should okay. be stronger mentally. She's not there yet. And I wonder if that's going to be some of the downfalls of her career. If she's going to, I mean, I don't think it's going to be like that anyway. If she's not, she if she can be as dominant. You don't have to be as dominant as Serena because that's yes. an outlier. But can you yeah. be a Steppy Graf? Venus, no, because that's or that's Venus? Serena. Yeah, yeah. Can or you be Venus? Venus? Can you be uh, what's what's the name? Sharapova. Thank you. That's what I was trying to say. Sharapova. A cheater. Can, can you? Hey, she, she got caught. <laughs> she found Sammy's locker. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> Sammy's Sammy, locker. Where? <laughs> like, yeah, Sammy. The back. The back. What's behind this smash jukebox? <laughs> Whoa! Oh man. So uh, I was. Concerned Concerned with that, uh, looking at, I was happy that uh, uh, old girl Townsend. Oh yeah, she got knocked out, but she yeah. did well. She did well. She was ranked in hundred. Yeah, I was happy to see Coco. Uh, but yeah, to see that the number ones got knocked out. I hope what happened in um, Wimbledon with uh, Djokovic, uh, Djokovic and uh, Roger that that's not right. This is, won't be Roger won't get another one. Mm. I'll say this too. I don't care, and I'm, I'm a actually. Some people don't like him. I'm a Djokovic fan. Me too. I, I don't care. He got knocked out with the shoulder injury, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't care. Got, booed, got booed too. Yeah. He always does. Yeah. Everybody hates him, which is for I no reason. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. get that. I don't get that. I think he's because he looks smug, but to me, he seems funny. Like when I when he yeah, he seems funny. I think he's got a personality. Yeah, I do too. Well, with a hint, a jerk face. But he, yeah. yeah. But uh, I feel even if he passes uh, Roger. He won't be greater than Rock. No, you know, but he since he didn't have a Federer, because there's no he, him being younger than them. There's no Federer, right? You know what I'm saying? I mean, so uh, not Federer. There's no Ralphie Nadal. That's what I'm trying to say. So at least Roger had Ralphie to take oh, take French Opens from him all the time, oh, right? Okay. Right. But you had he had a true rival. Now Djokovic is going growing up with both of them, but age wise, they're aging out. While mm-hmm. he's going to be the prime guy, and I, like how many up and coming young men? I, listen, I remember four. No, I remember five years ago marveling at Nick Caracos being like. Oh, I like this brother right here, and he's just a punk ass, right? Like, no, he's literally a bitch. <laughs> yeah, who beat Joker Warwinka? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like he's whatever. If you look at in terms of like great tennis players, mm-hmm. but he's one of the best right now. Yeah, yeah so. Djokovic is number twenty-two right there. I'm in so the world right now. I mean, the, you we are in the golden ages when it comes to the top three men, but still, I miss the depth. That the the 90s used to have. Yeah. I would say this about tennis. And I probably am not alone with it. I know we're missing that, that, like you just said before, the depth of the men's uh, game. It's really, for me now, just a dominant women's sport. That's sad. But you know why it is like that? I don't think it's sad because I think I'm seeing some of the best. I think I have, in my lifetime, have seen probably the best women tennis players. But what's crazy... The generation behind them coming up is going to be just as good. 
I don't know if we're going to see that outlier like a Serena Williams. Maybe not even outlier like Venus Williams. I don't know if we're going to get that. You get but that. the But the depth and the talent of the women's tennis game I think women's tennis is unbelievable. It's, it's so much better than men. But it's I don't even that, think about guys it's playing that tennis. for like 20 years. I, that's what I, I, we can go back to Lindsey Davenport. Like all, like, but this, at least back then, though, we had a few guys going back and forth, though. It was, no, it even, this is what the problem is with it. There's no American men. But you know what? I can live with it even no. if it wasn't an American. I think you had we, Nadal, dude, you had Federer, you dude, had those guys, you, and those guys yes. are not American. When you had, dude, when you had uh, McEnroe and who else? No, 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 I'm not going to go there. Sampras? Yeah. Sampras. When you had Sampras, Agassi, Agassi. Uh, yeah. Michael Chang. Like when you had, you, you look, when you had, no Amer- but I'm just saying, then you had international guys to go at them. It was much more appealing because one, it, not just from a, 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 a national pride wise or rooting uh rooting effort but just because of the depth that you had but i think now and I'm, I'm not saying that you're wrong about that but i think now with the depth of women's tennis and you can see coco is 15 years old this girl is damn good we even talk about Sloane Stevens. Sloane Stevens. Uh, yeah. she, she. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that she's there anymore. Yeah. But, but see, a few years ago, she was. A, that's always been tennis. It's always been like remember through like Anna Kornikova, yeah, Maria yeah. Sharapova. Um, um, what's the? Um, but even they no, was balling. You was all like Martina the looks Hing. and stuff like that. No, These no, girls no, no, are just balling. No, no, not Sharapova all the way. Sharapova got five Grand Slams. Mm-hmm. Anna Kornikova is one of the youngest ever even though she yeah, ended up yeah. you know but look remember man martina hingis looked like she was gonna be the baddest in Memphis for a minute mm-hmm. but she was she was the person holding venus and serena back right there's been depth in the female ranks i forever I, it's been there but my point is i don't even think about dudes playing tennis anymore because how Why good but look I, i'm saying this in the past you enjoyed both correct Cause it was they women's yeah, women, you had women it. it was both was is, uh, no I'm gonna say this my eyes have always been on women's more because there's more I think they're better there's more volume the game is better the power well now it's more power in the women's game yes but it's it's more t- and also I don't need that fifth, fifth I don't need five of them bad boys you can give me three but um oh um sets yeah but yeah. this is the thing this is the thing the, the thing what you're really I, like I, I think because women has fed you it's I got you baby don't worry they're not taking they, care they, of me they, they so it's me. been so long it's like oh I don't need them no more mama been taking care of me but I'm saying look at dad dad has been f-ing up so you've been appreciating mama a lot more because dad ain't been doing Dad is on the on the corner. Sloan Stevens for the swear. Yeah. Sloan oh, Stevens is uh, number eleven in the world. She did get knocked out, but she's number eleven in the world. I don't know. I it's it's definitely something with the um. I don't know, man. I just I don't even think about I don't even think about <laughs> tennis when it comes to guys. I just don't. I think about the greatness of the women's of the women's game, and I just know that it's in good hands. And it's like you have other young ladies coming up. It's going to be just just outstanding. I mean, if I'm the tiebreak, I'm kind of with you, Ken. Like, I, I would love an American man to be in this. I get where you're coming from, D, because yeah. I enjoy the women's game, and I think it's perfect how it works out. Like, Saturday is women, Sunday mm-hmm. is men, and you get that great tournament end, and you can obviously watch throughout. But 
when you don't have an American man involved, it's like tennis is like the Olympics. You know, it's like it's hard to wrap around yourself with other people, even though you just have respect for them as an athlete and as an individual mm-hmm. playing that game. But I've never been able to wrap my arms around Roger like I did Pete Sampras. Pete Sampras. I, hey. And I, I, think guys, I was an Agassi guy. Yeah, I liked Agassi better but, too. Yeah. But yeah, but Sampras was a better player than him. Oh, yeah. Then you he have was. to admit it. He was. And just to see, listen, I, it took me a minute. For me to be just to finally give in and be like Federer is better than than Sanford's. Yeah, it took me a while too. Yeah, it took me a minute because I'm Federer like because also because Sanford's was going up against dudes, man, like yeah. all the time. It was dog. You still had an old Jimmy Connors coming for you back then. Yeah, yeah. So that's why for me it was like okay, who is Federer playing? That's this is this is early Raffy when we like he just good on clay. Right, it's like okay, right. take him out, take him off of Roland Garros, and let's see him do it. It took him forever to win on grass in Wimbledon. So, it, it, I mean, Ralphie has proven himself, even though still you got to give him the side after all those damn French Opens he's won. But come on, man, like I just I don't know, man. It's I think the thing, and I've been uh, uh, I've been a, a, a proponent of this for a long time. I forgot the young black brother that was up here from Chicago that went to moved to Houston or the, down to um, down to Atlanta. That was supposed to pop up. He's somebody's coach right now, actually. I forget mm-hmm. which uh, he's a, a, one of these ladies. I don't know if it's Coco Golf or not. He may be her coach, but um, it's you've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And even when you see him, because I remember watching him, it was like, oh, he's not gonna work. He's not athletic enough, mm-hmm. right? Like I remember seeing him, like, oh snap, kid, shorty. And this is back then. He's wiry. It's not gonna translate, you know, because you can see where the game was going or whatever. And I think if you if you had that dog, do you know how much they will be pumping up? We get it because Serena is big, and then with her sister. Well, but that's and the thing. And it's carried. How it big here. is Serena? That's what I'm about to say. It's carried here. Oh yeah. I tell she's you this. She's a goat. But think about this. She's a goat. If you didn't have Venus and Serena. America's attention to tennis would not be what it oh, is. Oh no, right I agree now. with that. I agree with that. Because, way yeah, down. because we got our our one, our girl is number one. All right, regardless if you like her or not, it's something for you to watch. It galvanizes you to, to even pick a side in this or whatever. Well, again, it's the national part. Like exactly. you have I'm to have that with I'm tennis. With you. I'm it's, with so I mean, it's like seeing a great like somebody in the Olympics swimming. That isn't Michael, or yeah, isn't Michael, Michael Phelps. Phelps. So it's like, yeah, that guy's great. He's awesome, but he's not Michael Phelps. Yeah, you definitely need that attachment. I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with that. But I just, I like the depth of the, the, the women's game. There's Last one on that. True. Go ahead. Going to the point. Remember how disappointed we was when Andy, Andy Roddick wasn't the guy that we thought he was going to be. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, th- think about if Andy Roddick Remember was that great. match against Roger Federer where mm-hmm. it was like going forever. Mm-hmm. Didn't have it. That was the only time I was like, if you win this, you can break through. Yeah, but but you know what? It's a lot. Of, but it kind of goes back to the whole point of how other sports are siphoning off guys who probably would have played a particular sport. Maybe the guys who probably had that bill for a baseball body, I mean baseball, a, a tennis body, it's not playing tennis. Maybe tennis isn't appealing like that to the American man. It's very appealing to the American woman uh, as far as the athlete but itself, you know but, it's not not a, but it's not appealing. Because there's not an American man to convey why it's appealing. Because if you well, had, you need to see you somebody. Had the idol, you need to see somebody. Well, and but do you and you also see the claim he gets. You're gonna be like, oh, I want to do that shit, right? Yeah, because you see Serena do it. It's inspiring a ton of girls mm-hmm. to go into yeah. tennis. Look, we are seeing the fruits of Serena Venus. and Venus. Venus it's is, not Venus even a question. Is, no, of their father's love. I would love to too. see those fruits. Yeah. Oh. Oh, whoa. Oh. <laughs> Hello. So down. Wait a minute. Who are you talking about? He said father, but I was thinking about Serena. Where, where, where's it going to go? About them too. Okay. I just mean, I'm in a real pause, not <laughs> the other pause. Like, slow down, homie. 
You're getting horny horny oh. down here. Like, turn off the lights. I'm like, well, you guys leave me alone for a bit. I better talk about Jared Goff's extension before I lose it. Yeah, there you go. Adam Schefter reporting four-year extension worth $134 million total and NFL record 110 guaranteed in the deal. They will rule the day. Good for him. They will rule the day. Good for him. I'm so happy to see, and although it's the quarterbacks and that's who gets the money, but I am so happy to see NFL players finally get paid in some sense. I mean, you got the sign of bonus. I mean, yes. it sucks. It's a quarterback. It's just, right. They were always I wish, get paid. Yeah, they always get paid. I wish it was. I wish it get spread out to more of the players. Yeah, because that's what they need. It's like them and the kickers are protected by everyone. <laughs> wake, wake me up when wake me up when Buster Scream breaks that. Bank I know, right? Out. But uh, but it's good. To, it's good to see that he got the money. Yeah, listen, I ain't gonna hate on the brother. You know, what I'm saying he made his money, he paid his dues. You know, what I'm saying he he got his check. He got his check. As Ken would say, as Ken's, I'm sure is going to say, uh, that was not a good signing. Hey, when you got my money? Let uh, me ask you guys: Who would you rather have paid with their current contract, Wentz or Golf? Wentz. Wentz. I would love to put give. I would love Wentz. to get Sean McVay Wentz. <laughs> yeah, for real. Had their chance. I would yeah. love to. Yeah, like, the chance. Yeah, like here you go, Shawnee. Like I would love to have seen him with that type of type, much more a, a, a more mobile quarterback. Uh, has Jared be, Goff has no mobility. It has to be more cerebral uh, from what we're looking at. The quarterback, because he, he he took to it faster now. He didn't have uh, uh, Guppy, Jeff Fisher, his first year with Jared Goff. Ugh. But still, with, with what Wentz done, I mean, man, remember Wentz coming out of a small school like that. At DSU? Yeah, it was like, y'all crazy, crazy, right? Like, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. saw, look, they, they saw, saw what he could do. So it's not even, I don't, Jared Goff is, he's not high on my, my uh, team, even though he is my fantasy quarterback. Because you know what I did? You know what I separated? I separated who I expect to be great from who was going to score some points. points. Yes. And he's like, probably going to score some points. Yeah. Although, I, I said this before, Ken, uh, I think it has something to do with the simple fact of he was able to get to the Super Bowl. At least that's what some of the agent, his agent was say, was able to say uh, to get that You get think that they would have lost the championship game and he wouldn't have got this much check? Maybe it would have been 110. Maybe it would have been 100. Okay, I'll give you that. But he looks so bad in that Super Bowl too. He wouldn't be. y'all about to lose. You're about to lose the ability to sign all those guys Gordon, that you've been though, pulling really. up. How long is Todd Gurley under contract for? He just got that deal last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. got a he lot had, of money in your backfield. They're gonna cut that one as soon as he gets that guaranteed money. Gets about right a ten million. That's a lot to say. Cut mm-hmm. about ten million, and you can spread that out. Or however, or it's gonna be dead. Getting a dead cap. Yeah, but they're gonna they're gonna let that one go. What are you about to say now? Oh, you, you, I thought you were about to make a point. No, just okay. with Jared Goff. Yeah. Okay, Ken wouldn't give him money. Uh, I, would, I mean, I've, if you're a fan of Dean yeah. Davis, you know that I would have played him. I would have franchised him. You know what? He would have got a franchise tag. That's interesting. They didn't do that because they the good name quarterbacks also have that thing where they don't want to get on their bad side. Right. right. Yeah, but you he just took you to the Super Bowl. It's probably Do you also want because him to of be a, like you're playing for this your is, but familiarity. This, but this is, goes back to why I was side with Kent. You you should know what you have. Although yes, but I do made, you think that I made that's the, what they're doing? I made the point that they went to the Super Bowl, and I'm sure that's maybe why I got him a little bit more than what he got right now. That's he a possibility. That's a possibility. The thing is, but if you know, but if MVP. you know, but if you know what you have, uh-huh. and you believe in your coach, and you believe in your in your talent evaluation, mm-hmm. then I don't know if you really would do that. But but, but maybe they believe. Yeah, they maybe Sean McVay says yeah. this, this is, is the guy. guy. This is the guy. They have rose-colored glass. Also, 
listen, maybe Shaman Bay also knows it's just not easy to plug and play too. That I could sit here from the outside and say, I think Sean McVay is great. Why not get you another talent in the draft in the second round, stash him, build him up for a year or two, get, exploit Jared Goff as long as you can, and find out also if, if he's really good. If he if he comes up short the next two seasons, find out. Listen, they have a shot to get back to the Super Bowl in the NFC. They have a shot. They do, but the thing, the problem they with that. They are favorites. The problem is that the, the NFC is a lot more loaded than AFC. It is. We well, so got Philadelphia, it, you got Dallas, you got the Bears. Yes. You know, you have teams you out there. The you, you got the Vikings. Vikings. You got New, or- New Orleans. I think my big there. problem with the Rams is their depth. Like, if, if Todd Gurley really can't go, is this Henderson kid going to help carry that weight? Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting Cooper Cup back, but if you lose a receiver, are you back to be in that team that doesn't have enough weapons all of a sudden? Same thing at their defense. You lose in, in Cooper Cup blew ACL, right? Yep. Because every time who I... Blew, keep, who blew it? Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cup. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every yeah, time yeah. I keep hearing we getting Cooper Cup back, my first thought is he did that during the year. He, he has yeah. to wait to year two, and that's a slot receiver. His... Sh- no, I'm gonna tell you from someone who blew out a knee, that lateral, that left to right, that's the that's the, that's the problem. That straight going forward, look at Derrick Rose. That straight going forward, you can still be a track star, but that left to right, that's when it's like, and to be a slot receiver, that's how you're trying to get all your separation. You know what I'm saying? That's where you get a lot of your separation. Let me put it like that. So I, we're, I think he gets the benefit of the doubt. I also think if he was a, even though we know Cooper Cup, if he was a bigger name player, people would be like, hold on, it's the second year but it's he, I mean Allen Robinson before he came to the Bears with the Jaguars blew his knee out at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. so that he had that whole year then the year with the Bears Cooper Cup blew out his stuff in what week 8 or it was between like 8 or 10 or something right I think it was a little bit earlier. I want to say it was like beginning of October. Okay. Okay. So uh, listen, okay, and look, now Jared Goff it's on you. Yeah. Oh it's, yeah, definitely. You got to. You have to be the X factor. Now, you, people could say looking at what he did last year, he was an MVP run. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, he kept yeah, saying, he was. Uh, he was the, 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 about the uh, the the final. I mean, not the finals. The Super, Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. He was in. He was. He was in contention to be MVP. So if he's bringing that to the table. It's going to be easy for a team to be like, okay, he's one of us. Whatever. They're also. I guess another thing is this too. I hate to say this, marketing wise, they're trying to. I mean, it's LA. People have yeah, some other stuff to do. Keep and they're trying to keep. They are the LA team. Yeah, and they're trying to establish a culture, and he's mm-hmm. the, he's one of the the talking faces. He's a, right there in front, basically behind Sean McVay. It's probably him. Well, it's Aaron Donald, and and, and then Sean McVay, and then it's probably him. So, and he's the quarterback. So, it, you, and plus you they're moving to that new building. Yeah. They want to sell those season tickets, I just like the Raiders. Man, think about what those they want those because you can't go into that stadium having question marks at quarterback like, oh, we're franchising Jared Goff. We don't know what we have here. Great point. So, yeah, I guess I wouldn't do it, but I see why they did it. Yeah. Uh, Cam Newton uh, broke the one handed catch record. This is from ESPN. Newton in July made 51 (laughs) one-handed catches in 60 seconds on passes from Chandler Hilo, a member of the YouTube star uh, Mr. Beast Crew. That broke the Guinness record shared by Cleveland Browns wide receiver Jarvis Landry, Hmm. former NFL quarterback uh, Brady Quinn. I have seen. I saw the video of Jarvis doing it. Uh, it's pretty impressive. I uh, I didn't meet Cam Newton, but I was walking next to him. Cam man, Newton. if you don't stop talking <laughs> about this. He's a very large man, and uh, I can see why he did that. I can see how he did that. 
I didn't know that was a Guinness Book of D, World Records. You could take over for the Captain Obvious guy in those commercials. Damn right, Cam Newton is a big man. He's a very big man. <laughs> like, who is that? Um, nah, this is kind of cool, I guess, to do. Here's, here's a question: Do you think if he ever, do you think he can play another position besides football? Hell I mean, besides a uh, quarterback? Hell yeah, he tight end. Tight end. I wonder if I wonder be messing fools. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. He could be a defensive end. I wonder if he doesn't have the best year, or it's kind of like, man, can't even have it no more at the quarterback position. But Carolina is like bad one year, and you have like this stud quarterback coming out. Dude, stop smoking that. Would somebody come to Cam like, hey Cam? He wouldn't do it. You think you with his legacy him? as a quarterback? I was like, as broke up as he is now, you want to play tight end? You want to play the roughest offensive position? You probably outside this of running back. you to punch this every you, time. Let's put you, you take a snap. Dude is so big, he'd probably do it, but no, he they're going low on him all the time. Oh yeah, he's huge. He's huge. He's like six seven, six six, six yeah, seven, six six. six, six he's just six? shorter than LeBron. I think he's six five. Six five. You're right. He's All right. Leo Collins earning a five-year, $50 million extension that will keep him under contract for six And no Zeke Elliott deal. $35 million guaranteed. So the, the right tackle, and I believe this is the highest guarantee in NFL history given to a right tackle ESPN. They are, I, this, is, this is classic Jerry Jones. Dallas is a pretty damn good team in an NFC that I think that can go pretty far. And you just won't pay the man damn money. Are you crazy? You, I'm not saying to give him the house, but he's doing. But satisfying. He's though. coming. In, he just. What are you talking about? He's, he's coming in. He's flying there from Cabo. He's going to sign a deal. No, we was just saying though. No, but no, he deal couldn't yet. let him set the market, especially when he had three years left. Dog, he got two years left on his deal. He's a running back. Both of them are doing exactly what they're supposed to do. Zeke was supposed to hold out because he had to get that money this year. Mm-hmm. Because that was the only way you were going to get a whopping contract. Because another year they'd be like, hey, what about the tread on those tires? What about the tread on those tires? Right. He did, but Jerry did exactly what he was supposed to do because he had leverage in. Dude, you see what we're trying to do? I'm going to pay you. But understand, Zeke said, listen, I know you said you're going to pay me, but I'm going to need you to put that money in writing. Because put it I'm up right it, now. I'm going to run it. He did. But put it up right so now. So this is how it had to happen. And, he's a, and, it, and for his position, you know he's going to do that. And the simple fact of he's one of the best running backs in True, the league. But Jerry did. Just Jerry, think about it. If Jerry just gives them what they want, he can't sign all of them. I ain't saying just, okay. But that's what Zeke want? wanted to be the highest paid running back. So you can't, if you can't give, like a dude comes up to you, dog, that works for you, D, and he's doing terrific, but he just signed a contract with you, got two more years on, basically three more years on it. And I'm just pointing out. But, you, so but you, the, nature of the, football, the nature of football, the contract ain't worth what's. But think the, about this. But the, the, the Even with that, written, no, they rarely rip them up on the other way. They don't say, hey, uh, player, come. You, you have can, two years left on yeah, your deal. So let's get yeah, you a new no, no, no. one. And I, we can, we, and we he's can just, going yeah, against, he's quarterback, going against, he's going against the Florida River. I'm not denying But that. I'm going to say, when we're saying with Jer- Jerry's doing what he's supposed to be doing, we get wrapped. It's a contract negotiation. Sometimes we get wrapped in a contract. It's just a negotiation. They're both doing what they're supposed to be doing. Well, but is there any kind of smoke there that they haven't gotten the deal signed yet? Is no, there ever a red I, alert? I led with. I know. They're coming. He's coming Rocky to Rocky Arsenal. But that's Headed, they're heading in. Zeke, look, this was gonna. This isn't Melvin Gordon. That man ain't happened. The gym just said they're not doing it until after the season. That's not gonna happen because one, they feel like they can win without him, even though they're probably better with him. Yes, they are. But they know Zeke is the engine. One. Yes, That's why Zeke is. knew it was time for me to pull this move. This is what both of them should be doing. I'm all, all I'm saying is, does it happen automatically before week one, yes. or do you think there's a chance Zeke is gonna get be signed? Zeke will be signed by Friday. 
But the thing is, he shouldn't play. He's gonna. I right? wouldn't. I wouldn't play him because. And now I know Jerry was just blustering when he said, you know, it'd be good to have him back later so he'd be fresh. Do not. Th- don't give him all that money and throw his ass in there. Let him get some practices in. There so yeah, he you, need at least a week. Yeah, two. at least I look at least week two. I'm not because I'd be tempted to. But let's also remember they have what? Wash. They have the Giants in Washington. I believe it's two. Yeah, it's two it losers. Be. They team. definitely have Giants. Yes, yeah, because I think it's two. No, I think it's Washington. They have two divisional games. I believe. So, dude, I mean that that. Come on, we can beat that Giants team. All right, Zeke, you can come back in week two. We can beat this Giants team. Then you can come back. But I'm not bringing him. Like if he came back last week, I would let him get 15 reps. You think Jer is trying to bring it down to eight million since he can't play week one? No. Doesn't want to pay him that week one game check. Game no. check. So they got the Giants. The Giants. The first game. The second, second game is Washington. Third game is the Dolphins. And Dude. then after that is Saints. Dude. So they should be able to at least get two of those games. They should. Let's be honest. Probably I mean, all three in a tight division. But they're in a they're in a tight conference. Let me not say division. The Even tight though they, the top though. of their yes. division is tight between them and the Eagles. But in a, in a, tw- a tight division, these wins we were talking about New Orleans. These wins are going to matter in the NFC. You know because yeah, yes they yeah, will. These, yes, these they wins will. are going to matter in the NFC. But still, it, it was nothing wrong. This is the thing that. That the reason why I actually wanted to harp and bring up the Lyle uh, Collins thing. Do you guys remember mm-hmm. Lyle Collins? Yeah, he was uh, accused, misaccused mm-hmm. on draft night and a he murder. plummeted. Yeah. LSU uh, uh, a tackle who was going to be, I believe, a first round pick easily. Yeah, definitely first round. Basically pick. got pulled out of the draft because the I think the child of his girlfriend who was murdered uh, in an interview said something. And then when it came out, people was kind of like, I don't know if that's right. And this dude basically was yanked out of the draft, basically. It was basically cleared up like a week after the draft. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was and he he missed on all that for, he missed on experience, all the money. All the money. So it's really good to see someone who lost what was gonna be one of the greatest days and experience of their life, let alone all the money he initially lost. Mm-hmm. That and this this is Jerry too. They talked to him and came in like, man, come with us. We're going to take care of you. They've taken care of him. That's kind of funny because the other guy that comes to mind, like Lyle, that had the unfortunateness of the draft was Laramie Tunsil. Yes. With the smoke mask. mask. Yeah, mask, right? Yeah. And so he's got his new situation and a big deal is probably coming soon. Yeah. Who was pulling for him for the Bears to get him? All of us. Yeah, he was supposed to be a top I mean, we, five we, pick. Because was remember, we, were we doing better. that? We doing a show down yeah, in Chicago Sports we Land? Yeah, because that's the uh, the Saloy draft. Yeah, yeah, because it was. Yeah, he, he sure made was. the most yep. sense because yep. you were like, get the tackle. Because at that point, it was like, you're going to get a quarterback, get the tackle. Right. That was what it was. It was like, you know, you're going to get a top QB. five, and he's yeah. falling to you. You know, falling you're getting you. a QB, get the tackle, and because yeah. do build through the trenches, and it's not sexy, as but if you get those trenches going, look what look what Dallas did. They built that on the offensive line initially. That's how they built that. Well, I was going to kind of bring that up, too. Like, Dallas, I agree with the the trenches building, but you see, like, a lot of lines on good teams, like the Kansas City Chiefs, the Bears, they have just five solid guys across. No pro bowlers, no superstars. The Cowboys are paying, like, four or five guys top five at Mm -hmm. their position on the offensive line, and you got to pay Dak, and you got to pay Cooper, and you got to pay Zeke. You just paid Lawrence. You just paid Smith. Are they just running themselves into cap oh, hell? Cap hell? Yeah, they are definitely. 
It definitely is what's like. It's not a question. It seems the USA needed a foul with 0.1 seconds left in the fourth quarter, four missed free throws in overtime that will go down in infamy in <laughs> Turkish basketball history, and few fortunate uh, bounces to avoid a loss in a FIBA World Cup Tuesday. This is from ESPN. I have not been watching any FIBA basketball because it's, it's a squad that we're not used to seeing. I was about to say sorry, but they're, in, they're say NBA that. players. Nah, they're better than that. They're NBA players. Uh, keep, I was watching the, the NBA jump and it's funny everybody kept harping on like man Devin Booker should be here and it was like he plays for Phoenix <laughs> like this but if some of the points were valid they were saying that you know if you look at uh, LeBron and them Derrick Rose KD the players that actually made a jump from having a terrific a world a world cup or whatever world games or Olympic experience how it can help you and he doesn't play on a team where he has high pressure games it would be good for him to be here he said he was trying to his his focus was on getting Phoenix into the playoffs in the West into the playoffs but it, it's, it's just it's bad business and uh, Tatum hurt his ankle yeah did he yes I mean Paul George hurt himself with the Olympics Ooh, right that was the worst that I was mean, the worst yeah, it just uh I can't get over the Devin Booker leading his team to the playoffs. Like, hey man, he he believes in his guys. He, be he believes he in the Suns. Him and the Bohemian I ain't, ain't pulling that off. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Is DeAndre Ayton becoming a star all of a sudden? Nope. Oof. All right. Let's see if anybody notice uh Jalen Hurts uh notching six touchdowns for I saw that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Looked yeah. Looked pretty good. He was playing against Nebraska. No, Nebraska. No. Who they play? Who they play? I was. I, I was at a wedding. Nobody. No, they, he was playing so Houston. Yeah. No, Louisville. Louisville. No, it was Houston. It was Houston. It was Houston. Okay, it was Houston. Okay. They playing Houston. And Houston didn't. Uh, it was ranked a few years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, well, uh, right. the West Virginia yeah. coach left that program to go to Houston. Mm-hmm. Everyone was looking at that. Why are you stepping down? But he believes that they're on the way up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, and they had that Texas coach before he left. I so so here's the here's the question: Is Oklahoma going to put out another top flight quarterback? Possibly can go number one overall. Hell no, not hell number one. Based based on you. Okay, no. so let me ask you. Let me ask, let me let me ask this question this way: What are your expectations, and what do you think that Hurts is going to do in that system down there in Oklahoma? I mean, uh, if he has like these he's numbers throughout the year, without a question. But I mean, NFL in NFL talent evaluators still know his warts, and that this would be the first year he actually really fulfills the all quarterback duties. So, and who has uh um what's his name the the head coach. Uh, Riley, Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Riley. Who, who like, yeah, he's not, he's not coming with him, is he? But no, he's going ne- to Alabama. You yeah. never know. So, but this, you know how NFL Lincoln uh, Riley's going to the Cowboys. <laughs> he's not going to uh, another. He's he's the next step that he takes after Oklahoma will be in the NFL. In the NFL, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's not. That's coming. what I'm saying. Like yeah. he might come with him, but um, the, yeah, it won't be the Dallas. But I'm just saying though, he's going to come to the NFL. I'm putting him in Alabama for now. Lincoln Riley. Nah, you know he's getting that job. Dabo, Dabo, man, Dabo's not going there. Do you think? You think Dabo's going to finish his career to his no, first, I don't. His first job, I don't. But I don't know if he's going to Alabama. No, you know it's, a, it's the provision in this contract is Alabama. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that means because he has an inkling to go back home. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it'd be the last. I, I will say this: Well, Oklahoma though, 
at least for the offensive side with the talent that's going out there. And it, it seems that they but have wait, a, a lot of talent this year. You think he's going to be the number one pick? In no, the no, 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 I don't. I don't. No, no, I don't. But I think, but but I, think, but I think he's going to have a good year. Through, he can get to the back of the, the first round. The now. back of the first round. He in the back of the first round. Because he's, I think he's, at, at, it's one game. You got to keep playing. But he's True. elevated himself to potentially being draftable now. Yeah, but over Hubert. Six touchdowns. I mean, over Herbert and Tua. No, Tua? no, no, no. I'm just saying. I know what I'm just saying, but thank, yeah. like, that's what you got to say. He would be. Over he could be better than Herbert. People go, but dog, Herbert looks like a quarterback's dream. He does. And he went back. But man, he Herbert looked bad in that Auburn game. He looks like a they don't, dude. Yeah. If did. Brown, if what's the name Brown could get drafted by uh the Giants? <laughs> Daniel Her, Jones? Thank you. Thank you. Daniel, because I always remember. <laughs> Who's this Brown? No, because I think he's um I said this on Twitter when they drafted him. He reminds me of like something Dave Brown. He was a Giants quarterback from the nineties oh. that he reminds me so much of. And I believe like J.R. Bain was like, yes. <laughs> but his last name was Brown. So I always Gary think, Collins. I always think when I see him, uh I always I always put those two together. But I mean if if he could make that jump and you look at again, they looked at him because of him him being coached up. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. still it, it's the same Tua uh Herbert, Herbert, it's he's not leaping them. I mean, dude, he would have to be so crazy. He would have to be better than Murray, Murray, and Baker. Baker, like, I think if he put together a Murray season, I think he can get by Herbert. He can't get past Tua. He can't go above Tua. Tua's he is locked top. I don't of this know draft. If Tua was locked top of the draft. See, okay, wait a minute, hold on. So wait a minute, let me. Yeah. You just saying something about Tua was not there just yet. He's done. You Tua was better than Jalen Hurts. So what? I, I'm, he was saying draft position wise. Draft position. I'm saying that there's a chance because Tua has to still prove against elite defenses who he is. I don't think he will. I hope he does, but he because he'll have a ton of chances in the flaked. SEC. But I mean, think think about it. Alabama's going to be winning a lot on offense now that they lost Moses. Like, dude, you lost. They lost Roquan Smith, mm-hmm. and he calls the plays. And they only got shorties behind him. You'd be like, "Shorty, call them plays, right?" And that boy, would be like, go. <laughs> right? Like you. So now you already know what they were thin at running. I mean, linebacker already. They and they one of their kids transferred, and so now they're thin. They're their all star linebacker is out, and he runs the defense, right? He's gone. And he's still going to be a uh, top 20 pick probably next year. So now you're putting more on Tua when Nick Saban sometimes like, man, just do, don't be Superman or whatever. And that arm, let's also remember Tua. Listen, Jalen Hurts probably has a stronger arm than Tua. I think he does. Yeah. So that's so that's why I'm saying someone can look at Herbert and also be like, you know what? Yeah, I like that uh, Russell Wilson thing and all that. But uh, I'm gonna go safety over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just thought like like Herbert in that game against what was it Knicks for all, that dude Knicks looked so bad. I mean he was terrible. Even that last throw that wasn't an accurate pass. He just put it behind him and his receiver made an adjustment on it. I couldn't believe how bad Herbert looked. Like he couldn't push that ball at all. I can understand. Also, you're talking about. Uh, in a system where you're not playing under a center 24-7. What's Oklahoma's schedule? So they have, they just beat Houston 49-31. Then they're going to have South Dakota, okay? Then they have... Uh, the Jackrabbits? They're yes. They're uh, UCLA, they're Texas 12. Tech, Kansas, then Texas. And Texas is ranked number nine right now. Mm-hmm. Then you oh, have, I hope they beat Texas. Uh, West Virginia, Kansas State, Iowa State, Baylor, TCU, and Oklahoma State. So we could probably say Oklahoma is probably going to be in the playoffs for sure this year. They're going to they, they probably going to come out. I mean, it's if they lose, they're going to be basically. in the playoffs. Yeah. They have to win out. Or lose once 
and everybody else lose yep. because the Big 12 isn't going to be strong enough for them True. to have the resume. So you're going to have... You're going to have two SEC Auburn, teams, as you should. You're gonna, no, not Auburn. You're going to have... Uh, yeah, Clemson. Clemson, you're going to have Alabama. Mm-hmm. So what's the third? So? I think Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I like Georgia. O- and then Oklahoma, yeah, maybe? I'm, they not, they may not make the playoffs, but man, listen, this is why when people be talking about Clemson and take nothing away, Dabo is doing his thing with all that hate in his heart. But what I hate. they do that in the ACC, a basketball conference. Mm-hmm. You just said, look how bad Florida State is. Dog. And that's like the best, the second best, best team. ACC. Yeah. Dog, we just said Georgia, Alabama still has to deal with their in-state rival in Auburn. Auburn. But LSU. Even, yeah, I was about to, that's who I was about to say. Sneaky old empire is back. Right, and they run in the and spread. they might have a quarterback, and they gonna do the spread this year, right? They've had and you know the defense is gonna be bad. Every level to Alabama except quarterback. You know the exactly that's what they've been need needing. You know the defense is gonna be flying all over the place. Dog, LSU may be back, right? But currently, right now, the number six and number five is Ohio State. And dude, do you know how hard it is to get undefeated out of the SEC? Like if I listen, if Clemson play and they be killing them, if they played in the Big Ten, I'd be like, man, they fighting, they playing some, they playing a few people up there, right? But man, if you they come on, they ain't, they they coming out into the playoffs all fresh and unbeaten. <laughs> like man, y'all y'all hurt out here, man. <laughs> like it's just one of those things. And again, I'm not trying to hate. I'm just trying to point out that how difficult it is for even the bad SEC teams have talent on them. And they're going to be hard games. I love how everyone's hating on the SEC because they didn't have a great opening. It's like, dude, you're talking about the bottom teams that like, oh, Missouri lost to Wyoming. Who cares if Missouri lose? They can lose all they want. We have LSU, uh-huh. Alabama, uh-huh. Auburn. They are beating some of the top teams in the other like Pac-12. How did they're Ryan play in that game? Which one? The former Clemson quarterback. Ooh, I didn't. In the North Carolina game? The Missouri. He's a Missouri quarterback. Ooh, I don't know. I okay. actually didn't check that mm-hmm. out. I but just again, know they lost to Wyoming. We're talking about a Missouri team. But again, look it at. just the, got to the SEC. Look at the Pac 12. Their shot was Oregon. Their shot's gone. Mm hmm. Because they lost to the they SEC. Lost. They lost. Yeah. And that's how it's always going to be. The yeah. SEC has it all. I hate the SEC hate. Mm. Last but not least, today was my daughter's first day of school. Yeah. That boot bag ready, doing homework. Let's go. Oh my goodness, it was hard. What happened? To walk her in there and leave her in a place where I don't know these people like that. Not like that. <laughs> like, and also like, how many y'all, you gonna jump in front of a bullet for my baby? Like, what if something goes around down here? Like, no one is selling out for my dear baby. So, and then to have to sit there, we dropped her off. Me and Afton went home went our separate ways in the house and then towards the end we started sitting in the living room with one another and I'm like I'm just ready to go get her and Damn. this was like 10 I mean I was joking but oh, okay. I'm just still saying from the point of it's just like uh, something new is good I mean we want her to get acclimated with a bunch of other kids yeah it's good yeah man. it's good it's good for her it's but good for it was it was it was it was tough for you it wasn't tough I mean, it was slight mist leaving out the door in my eyes it was a little mist but then I had to get wow. kicked a little just a little like they, they it was a cloud and then it went away it was, I was back to my focus but it's my had a little drop of something in my, your eye it didn't drop nothing dropped no, 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 something in your eye. A little, something. A little something. The lip quiver? Not my lip didn't quiver. Uh, but it was, uh, and then when I, went to, 
when I went to pick her up. So when I come in the room, we come in the room to pick her up, and I don't see her, and I'm looking. Oh, like I'm looking around because I'm like, okay, kid, kid. I'm like, wait, am I in the right room? Where is my daughter? And then I see her for a second, and she goes right down. Boom, she falls right. Damn, and I'm, I'm on the way down. I'm like, whoa, she tripped over one of the teachers or assistants' feet. Oh, okay, I'm like, whoa, that's all I see my daughter. I'm like, whoa, she trying to run to you. I don't know if she was running if it's probably. Yeah, yeah. But uh, saw, yeah. she then she just takes off towards me and just comes running and just like, oh, you just don't know how much I missed you today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My well, Grace. And first then day. the uh, the thing came back to your eye. No yeah. tears, no tears. I, that was completely different from Grace's first day of school. Like, go to school. I need to go to work. <laughs> Get out. Learn something. What did you learn today? We're counting down to eighteen. <laughs> Like I think I did ask her her first day. Like, so what'd you learn today? And she probably looked at me like, "What are you talking about?" Like, I've been crying all day. <laughs> it's a great still. Yeah. Like, what, what? Like, hey, listen, man, you gotta put your weight around here now. You better learn the one, two, three. Let me give you a tip. Get a job. <laughs> no, come on, baby. What do you learn today? At the beginning of the day. She cried a little when we left, I guess, but she yeah. was fine uh, after that. Because I make sure to ask myself, it's like, oh, all the kids are good. And I was like, no, no. How was she? Yeah. Because I want to reinforce whatever things, well, not reinforce, but get on her about whatever it is she was doing so she won't do it. Because last thing I want is my kid to be a problem so someone abuses them. That's right. Yeah, you do that. You make that face, right? Wait till you have a kid and you realize how crazy these people are out here. Yeah. And your yeah, kid has yeah. been an ass. Yeah. Not to say kids don't have their moments, but they're being an ass and somebody that shouldn't have that job has a short temper mm. on my child. You know, so at least I want to lessen that stress level for that person. Again, my kid can have a bad day, but not days after days after days after days. So you want to make sure you work with them on any issues. That trying to get her blacklisted. Nah, I'm just trying to make sure my baby's safe like yeah. that don't do nothing to my baby yeah. maybe one of my kids but he older now he can kind of feel for himself so at least he can run right that's the thing at least i can be like just run kids get low zigzag yeah at least he can run like she can't outrun nothing yeah. right <laughs> like, <laughs> she probably running to him like what the hell yeah. going on no nah, she no she got instincts good. but oh, that's good she got instincts yeah but no, she's not outrunning anything yeah it's always it's always kind of hard having your kid go out to school for the very first day uh, I know I joke, you know, saying my grace going, on, but you know, since she was crying a little bit, and I'm, and I'm like, listen, you you gonna get used to it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, and I think after maybe a week or two, it got easier. You know, what I'm saying, and after a while, she was like, hey, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And after, that, and she's going to second grade now. So, and I dropped her off. Chanel was tearing up in the car, dropping her off, and I'm like, we are going to be late. What are you doing? What? What is wrong with you? This girl need to get to school. She can't be late on her very first day. Don't cry around me. <laughs> like, come on, get out of here. Like, we gonna get, let's get out the car. Your mama, I don't know what the hell she doing. You're really gonna do this now? I know. We're right? late. Like, what are you doing? So, uh, but no, I walked Grace up there and she was, you know what I'm saying, talking to saying hi to people and walking in the hallway. You know, it's just kind of like old hat to her. And she walked up to her class. She's like, this is my class. I'm like, okay. I introduced myself to the teacher. She's like, I'm like Grace, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. I'll see you later. All right, bye. So now we just kind of got that understanding. And listen, man, what's so cool with Ken, you probably know this because Kenton is uh, older. She just comes in. She opens a book bag. She does her homework herself. We ain't got to tell her to do it. Oh, yes. Enjoy it for now. 
Oh, it's beautiful. Enjoy it for now. Oh, um, man. Kind of, yeah, you never know, guy, but if you train them, I mean, you have to train them. Like, a lot of people yeah, don't. Yeah, you do. A lot of people don't invest in their yeah, own Yeah, you got to. That's what the thing. They expect the school Constantly. to Constantly. do everything. Exactly. Hey, the school do everything. You come home, I'm not supposed to do anything. School is like 10%. It's yes. all about you the parenting. To, you it's have to train them. Parenting, so, parenting, parenting. It has to be a regiment. It has Schedule. to be. Uh, yes, it has to yeah. be a regiment. Because if you you just come home and do whatever the hell you want, man, it's like that's the first thing with him. Like you just said, is would go. What's, where's your homework? Did you do your homework? Mm-hmm. But see, since he has after school, usually his homework is there. done, and then yeah. I let Afton check it for the most part. Mm-hmm. I only do spelling. Like I got his spelling because I train his mind like I train my mind. I got his spelling like it's a joke. Like he, he didn't even take a he didn't even study for something uh, a week one week, and I think he got like a ninety something. That's some stuff I used to be able to okay. like. Okay, he keep, he, but he. He can, he can spell? spell better than I could at that. Wow! But <laughs> like, it's not even a question. Spell check is my when friend. When it comes to spelling, it's like when he <laughs> can def. So no, but again, this wasn't the take uh, lessons from Kenton. This dude. wasn't the Dean Davis <laughs> nope. uh, child parenting <laughs> session. It's called but still, red that line. was that was just an important part. Right of my click, day. find the right word. <laughs> Spell, spell check is my friend alright hey man uh, thanks for hopping on with us listening to us really enjoyed really en- enjoy all the love and support that we get out here alright make sure you follow us on twitter at D and Davis show instagram too at D and Davis show iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, World on Anchor, we kick you over to Spotify and YouTube. Download, subscribe, rate, share all the good stuff with the podcast. Facebook.com forward slash D and Davis show as well. I'm on Twitter at Demons1. Ken is at, on Twitter at That's Davis. And Ryan's on Twitter at Ryan B. Ski. We'll be back with the flip. The flip. We didn't have one last week because unfortunately Ryan was under the weather. He, well, you can hear him now, so you know he's doing better, so everything's mm-hmm. good with that. But we should be back. I think we'll have a decently full house, maybe Tony to show up. He's supposed to show up last week. His schedule may have changed. We'll find out. Sid will be here, though. It will be good times. As always, we'll see how that goes, though, because I may need that to be on Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I may need that. It would be better. First football Sunday. Yeah, how are you going to be doing the flip and watching football at the same time? Very well. But, uh, especially dead air. You remember, but you got to remember, no, no, no. the Bears aren't playing. No, that's very true. So okay, we can actually pull it off. We can actually pull it Sometimes with my fantasy, I don't like, I like to not watch it. Because that'll ruin my fantasy. Like that'll, that'll ruin my enjoyment. See, that's why I don't like playing fantasy no more. Because I don't. Know, I just want to sit back and just watch football. But now you can't. Just don't look at your fantasy. But I got money on this, man. Don't like some. Like that's one thing I, got, I do. I, I got take. Money on I this. take fantasy breaks on Sundays mm. because I don't want to. I want to enjoy. I want to relax. If I'm always what's my numbers? What's my numbers? What's my numbers? And I take. I give my. Okay, I look at my phone. In I'll, I'll notice if it's some notica- notification or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's usually what I do. But again, we'll be back with the flip. Hopefully you enjoy us. Let us know anything you'd like to hear or any changes. We definitely appreciate your critique. We appreciate you listening to us. It's not like you don't have anything else to do. We'll be yes, proud yes. to entertain you and provide some information, especially when it's Dan Davis's show, even though it's the flip when we try to come up with topics that we think are relevant for today. Uh, always appreciate it. Don't do anything before you hear from us again. Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs>